This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to fubarradio.com. Ian Boltzmann. That was Nat's fault. That false start was Nat's fault. That's why there was a second and third. It was Nat's fault. That was how, how's that my fault? That was your fault. How's that my fault? Because you ran around the desk with a one second with pass. Mess about. Welcome to the show. <laughs> To the show, it is Monday, the no date. No oh, date. 16th, I think it is, right? 16th, 16th of March. Today. Thank you for joining us on this pleasant Monday. <laughs> 500 quid I lost today. 500 quid before I left the house. I hadn't even left the house, and I was 500 quid down. Stop gambling then. I do that. I yeah. might start a bit of a gamble. You can do it at home, can't you? Get yeah. all the casinos from home and stuff. I've actually got a, I've got a hot tip for a gamble, but Ooh. I'm not going to share it. Because, Why? No, because I don't want other people to do it. Oh, then I've just got a feeling about something in the future. Oh, okay. Sport related it is. I've yep. just got yeah, a feeling yeah. about it. Might have a bet on it. I'll tell you who's on in a minute. On today's live show, 4.30, Anders Haywood is in the studio talking about his new film, Run, which is released in cinemas now. Same as the Powerpod movie, which is also released in cinemas now. Select cinemas now. Thepowerpod.com is where you want to go to find Mm, out the screen dates. No screen dates have been cancelled. If they were, we would fucking tell you! At 5pm, Matthew Croak is in the studio talking about his role in the West End production of Aladdin at the Prince Edward Theatre. He's, is a, he playing he's Aladdin? Aladdin. Is he? He's Aladdin, he? yeah. The uh, street rat. Street rat. Sure. Yep. 5.30, Mark Stanley's in the studio talking about his upcoming projects. Got loads. He has loads. <laughs> That's what I've just, I put that, because he's got, he's got loads well, of them. Why don't you just me as a guest? I can't. He's a returning guest, actually, as Mark Stanley. Oh, I remember him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ian Boltzmann. Hello, welcome to the show. Positivity Central, it is here. Oh, yeah. um, I should say, we did an amazing show this morning. The pre-rec, yeah, the pre-rec we did, for next we? week. Uh, just to throw forward as a little teaser for you, um, we have a direct address to the nation on mm-hmm. next week's show from mm. Prime Minister Dodds. <laughs> <laughs> so, He's put us all straight, um, you know we That are. is... Frankly, unmissable. Yeah. Four, four till six <laughs> I really next wish Monday. It had been on this show. Well, you know, we might have Barry on later. I really wish it had been on the live show. I know, me too. Fuck me, it was funny. He might make a little appearance later. He said, Barry, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, Prime Minister Dodds addressed the current health crisis. Mm, yeah, some good um, points. He addressed the nation, and then he um, ended up getting grilled <laughs> by journalists and yep, yeah. and uh, also by um, people who had gathered outside down his street. Yeah, yeah. It's been heckled a bit. Yeah, yeah, you can um, probably imagine what that's going to be like. But you've got to wait a week for that. So it's worth keeping well. It's With worth keeping nice yourself together well. to hear Prime Minister Dodds address the nation yep. on next week's show. Um, but yeah, I can't, who were the guests? Lois remember. Winston. Lois Winston, Ray Winston's daughter. Yep, Dan Hudson from a Gay and a Non-Gay podcast. Yep, that one, one of them. And live up. show. Yeah. 
Um, and we had on the phone Mike Gibson from that was new great. ITV show quiz about from the quiz. coughing major. Yeah, it was great yeah. as well. It's a good show next week. Really good. What invariably happens though when we've had a good show at the pre uh, the pre record. We invariably then have an awful show in the live show. Well, you feel think like that. We're I have, don't think that. I it's feel like lovely we're have guests. A bad one. We know Mark Stanley's a good guest. I've met Anders Hayward before. He's nice. I am very tired. Well, I mean, that's just a usual Monday for you when you're in it, aren't I'm you? I'm more tired. I drove down to London last night because I thought I was going to be doing a Herring's podcast yeah. tonight. So I wanted to be down here. So I was down here ready. So I'm staying with Johnny. Vegas. Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot yeah, he lives in London Vegas, as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, he only got in late last night. And then we stayed up chatting. For hours. What time did you get to bed? 5.30. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. 5.30, and I had um, quite a sore throat. Don't yeah. panic. Because mm-hmm. he was on, you know. He, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and we were just in the same room, and I was like, I took my coat out at one point, I'm just going to shift this in the other you room. You don't want to smell, do you, of cigarettes? Yeah, but yeah. I did, my T-shirt did and stuff like that. I don't, it's fine, it's his house. Your hair? Do you sniff your hair? Does that smell all right? I'm not sniffing my hair. Sniff right? it. I always sniff my hair. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit, Maybe yeah. Maybe a little bit, yeah. yeah. But it's, um, it's cooking me lamb shanks tonight. <laughs> now that um, now that I'm unexpectedly free this evening because the Aww. Leicester Square Theatre pulled Richard Herring's yes. podcast. Um, must have done it last night because like, yesterday afternoon I was looking because we talked about I was going to come to it. Was you, yeah. I was going to be Barry's plus one. That was yeah, all going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, Barry didn't tell me it was off, by the way. Did he not? No, he didn't, know. Well, didn't. maybe he just presumed I'd tell you. Oh, I guess that would you. make sense, wouldn't yeah. it? And, but I was checking Twitter yesterday because I thought, I wonder what's going to happen. And it was still kind of going ahead yeah. early evening. And yeah, then... no, we, we wanted to and Richard wanted to as well, but the venue pulled it. Mm. Uh, which is fine. It's their venue. They can do what they want, you know, but... Um, I'm getting slightly depressed with the amount of abuse that Herring's receiving on Twitter mm. but, um, for the crime of trying to carry on working. Yes. And trying to maintain his livelihood. D- you know, ditto myself, ditto Dodds. It's like, you know, what I, I, I don't really know what they want us to do. It's non-compulsory. These events are non-compulsory, so it's not like Richard was saying, right, we are doing the show and everyone has to be there as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I you don't want to go, everybody. You to go but, but don't shout at other people for, for wanting to go or, no. you know, people do it themselves. I get it. Well, we discuss this on next week. We show, do, in, yeah, when, in get, detail, we'd have to discuss this. Barry's discussed it. We know what Barry would have spent this 500 quid on. We yes. know that he's had to borrow it this afternoon. Yeah, but we can't tell can't you. Can't say we until can't next week. It's all, um, that's a big teaser head, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, my 500 pounds that I've lost <laughs> before leaving the house this morning. Um, I was going to give to charity, sadly. So, oh. yeah, so, <laughs> so that's so a shame. We really lost it? out that charity. That's a shame that mm. I can't, I can no longer give the money to charity no. because uh, people on Twitter were emailing, uh, tweeting the Leicester Square Theatre, telling, telling them how to operate their business. Oh, right, okay. Despite there being no governmental guidelines just yet, telling them to the contrary. So, what can you do? My take on it is um, do what you're told. Mm-hmm. Do what you're told. Yeah, you're definitely known for doing what you're told. No, aren't but you? do we? In terms of this, I, yeah, yeah, of I, I have no, no fucking clue yeah. at all about what the best thing to do is. No clue. So all I can do is go. What are the rules? Do I have to cancel this show? Yes or no? No, mm-hmm. you legally don't have to. Okay, then. Well, then I won't. I will honour the commitments and stay. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm equally worried about you know getting infected or whatever. Mm. That's there. But I've made a commitment to do it. I'll do it. I'll take all the necessary precautions. We had to bring in the rule, you know, with the Q&As and stuff and the signings and stuff afterwards where we were like, we, we can't shake hands. We're not allowed to, you know, we just can't do it. It's, it's contrary to what we would feel we want to do. Yeah. But, of, of course, let's not do that. No so, hugging. You know, we're banging elbows and all that sort of thing. Oh. But what can you do? So, so on, until I'm told otherwise, then that, that's all I can do. 
Well, I know, but even we haven't had a hug today. We've not, have we not? Just had a little pat of your bottom. That was yeah. okay, I think, because I, well, I haven't been told not to do that. And you said to me that if you put your hand between my legs and played with me beneath there, yeah. that that would be fine because... I haven't been told not to do that. Yeah, you told me it was something to do with the angle meant that there was no risk of any infection. Yeah, it's just, as far as I'm aware, it's shaking hands. Probably not, no hugging, no handshaking. Yeah. So I had to... Don't so, touch so, your so face. Basically, if you can imagine this, listener, I had to stand at the desk, you know, um, where, where I present from, I had to lean forward onto the desk, and then Nat squatted down behind me and she put a hand between my legs and round the front, which, yeah. uh, which actually felt... Not unpleasant. Oh, was, okay. So it's it was, a nice greeting. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, nice it was greeting. nice. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's probably the longest greeting you've ever given me. Well, I needed to Went give. I haven't quite a while. seen you for a few weeks. So I had to, you know, say hello properly. I did feel like I was being milked. <laughs> in fairness, but you know, if that's what you want to do, if that's how we get through now, if that's how we get through this crisis, <laughs> I think that's one of the things to do. Really, so be, it, so be it. We had an email from Ollie saying hi, Ian, and the other one. I presume that's you. Yeah. Great return to form, Ollie. That's nice, isn't it? Short and sweet <laughs> there, Ollie. Got off form. Yep, great return to form. Is that what, why what had happened, Ollie? What I, had happened? I kind of want more details from Ollie. At what point in your do you think the reform was off? I think, I think Ollie, in our defence, we have maintained the poor level, poor standards. <laughs> I think we have been consistent in the poor standards. No, I no, Ollie I disagrees. I don't think it was ever brilliant, then went shit, and now it's brilliant again. I think we have, we have maintained the relatively low standard of this show. Ollie disagrees. Great return, not good return to form. Great, great. return did, to form. Great, so I he? feel like I've got to go with Ollie on this one. And if we if we know anything from next week's address to the nation by mm. Prime Minister Dodds, it is that you need to be very clear. With, you need to have clarity in yep. what you're saying because yep. journalists will pick you up on it. Hey, little thing, we, he Otherwise. got picked up on a couple of points, didn't he, in his address? <laughs> he did, up. yeah. Just be careful how you word stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. So, what's going on with you, Natalie? Um, how are you feeling at the moment? I'm feeling actually fine. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. You're want quite to... sickly, though. You're a sickly person. No, you I'm get... not. What? Anyway, you get poorly and stuff. Uh, but if I get poorly, times. I get properly poorly. So you have underlying health conditions, don't you? For um, sure. Or you have had? No, I have had. I have. A, I have as well. I certainly have, but I don't think they're health conditions that would be affected by it in no, terms no, of no. like kidney stones and uh, yeah. diabetes and that. But no. Maybe they would. I don't know. But I don't get like colds or things like that. But when I get ill, I like to get, you know, I've had, I get like a glandular fever or I get pleurisy or I get an embolism. I don't kind of mess about yeah. with a little sniffle here All of there. which you have had. I've had all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, have, you had all of those things, yeah. yeah. Tell me about your embolism. I think, I think we'll talk about that today. Loads, we talked about that loads, Tell me, me about the embolism. Well, it wasn't a favourite, it wasn't a favourite time of mine. Right. Quite how, painful. How did it manifest itself? Um, in a lot of stabbing pains through a chest. It was in your brain, a, right, this was? <laughs> no, that's one thing that hasn't. Surely I know that's weird. <laughs> Currently, nothing's affected by it. No, it was in my heart and lungs. Right. Well, yeah. left, right side, right side of heart. Risk of death percentage. Uh, imminent. Imminent was it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, was it that? Is that true? Yeah, it is. That's what the, the doctor. When they know, I mean, they told you when the doctor when they finally got a CT and they went remitting you, and I went, well, I'll just pop home and get some clean knickers and a toothbrush, and yeah, they went, yeah. you won't make it back. Yeah. You won't last this weekend. And you're gonna lose all your teeth. Yeah, and <laughs> I need some clean under. I just I need some clean underwear. Yeah. It's really boring. That's why when I go to the doctors now, I like to take a few things with me. Book iPad. Because if you get admitted... Oh, maybe we have discussed this. Yeah, because if you get admitted, like, you get bored. Yeah, totally. I was in no, hospital with nothing, so no, I was there, so bored. There have been plenty of times I have staggered around my house or previous houses packing a bag mm. because then ambulance is on the way. Mm. And you know that you're like, I'm almost certainly going to get admitted to hospital. Yep. And I want to at least have a book. Exactly, because otherwise it's the longest possible time of your life. But do you find when you're in hospital that you do do that? Do you read the book even? Or do you find that you just literally twiddle your thumbs? I found myself twiddling my thumbs quite contentedly, just doing nothing really. Well, I no, I broke out the ward to go Costa, didn't I? Right. 
because I hated the food so much. Um, I uh, needed a sausage roll. I look forward to the time when that happens. I look forward to the time when I can get upstairs to vape. Because uh, I always do that, but it's never on the first day. Oh, I see. Right, okay. I look forward to the time where I can. I feel well enough to say to one of the ward nurses, can I wheel this downstairs to vape? <laughs> do they let you? My mum said to me um, day before yesterday, no, it was Friday she said it, that um, when she was visiting a hospital recently, um, she w- she was maintaining that there were some people um, outside the hospital smoking um, whilst having chemotherapy. Well, so they brought the, the chemotherapy and me, machine yeah, and everything. And they, they must have just had drips. A drip, yeah. But me and my brother were saying, no, they're not. <laughs> they've definitely it's not, a long cord they've from not the wheeled their no, chemo no, no, downstairs no, no. so they can have a fuck. <laughs> But she was adamant. She was going, they were, they were having chemo outside the front of the hospital. Oh, okay. <laughs> and smoking at the same time. Wait, is that your on. phone? It might it be. It is, it is. I thought I could oh, hear a vibrate. Where's your phone going? It's, it's the dentist. Oh, okay. You got an appointment with them or are they just um, saying, don't come in anymore? They'll be calling with, I think they'll be calling with an emergency appointment. Oh. Because I had to cancel an appointment last week. I've, I've let it go. I, I genuinely considered answering that then. <laughs> yeah. But if it's, an emergency, if it's an emergency appointment, I can't get back there anyway. Oh, true, because you've got lamb I'm, shanks for dinner, haven't you? So. got lamb shanks for dinner yeah. at Johnny Vegas' house and I've also... <laughs> Um, got screenings tomorrow. Of course you have. Well, you know, are they, are they still going sure. ahead? So I'm just going to be really annoying like are everyone they? else is. Is it going ahead, though? Well, maybe maybe check my Twitter feed and see if yeah. I've said otherwise. I might do that. And if I don't see it there, what I might do is I might just call the venue and just see what they're planning. Because they probably know before even, you. But even that would be equally irritating to the venue. They'd be oh, like, yeah, true, we, we yeah. have not said it's not. So let's just go ahead. Obviously... So many things could happen. Well, it could I happen might die. tomorrow. Dogs might die. The film might disappear. True. The cinema might burn down. There's, yeah. lo- there's loads of things. All the time ghosts might be real and then you'll have to you know do a bit of work well, on it go reshoot keep and this stuff. within the realms of reality okay fine but th- there are loads of variables that could mm-hmm. happen with any venue with any performance or screening or whatever that could mean it doesn't happen you don't have to message them constantly yeah. going is it still on because they will tell you if it's not well, also, I think what we've learned from Herring is it was on yesterday, mm. it was on, on this morning. So things could happen yeah. uh, a lot closer to the time yeah, as can, well. Yeah. Which... But, 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 but the counter to that is the amount of people saying, is it still on, is it still on, blah, 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 blah. That's it. it very quickly will jump to, uh, is it still on? Somebody saying that and going, oh, I've heard it's not on. Somebody else saying, have you heard that, that, that there's a chance that's going to get cancelled? Someone else saying, I've heard it's cancelled. Someone else saying, oh, I shouldn't go either, and all that. Before you know it, it's not mm. even viable to put it on anymore yeah. because people have just spread like a virus right? <laughs> hearsay about it True. because they couldn't not for a second mention, you know, is it still on? It's yeah. like you, you will be told if it isn't. It's bonkers. Well, I was or look, to... go, go to it, look. Basically, click on the link yeah. for booking information and it will say there... If it's on or off. Correct. It will. Well, I was, something I was supposed to go to on Saturday was um, postponed. What was that? I, you know, Adamski's, like, launch party. Adamski. So did you tweet Adamski and say... No, I didn't. I waited for the, the person. Did you ask Adamski No, I didn't. I, che- I checked. If... I checked. And then I, I thought I was at the launch party. And then I actually checked with, with PR and it was, yeah, not, not on. It's been rescheduled. But I didn't tweet him incessantly. To, I, well, I did four times a day to ask. Is it still on, though? Is it still on, though? Is it still on? Is Adamski still a little boy? He always um, looked like no, a little boy. He's not, because he came in as a guest fairly recently. Did he? Um, on his he's show? Got, uh, Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville. Oh, that's all right for them, isn't uh, it? And um, he, Killer, is 30 years old, and they've got an EP with Boy George, one of the people on it, and they've sort of reworked the song, lots of different people. Okay. Um, he, I really liked him. It was very quiet when he okay. came in first. 
But then um, after all, he we got he kind of really enjoyed himself, and then he was invited to his launch party. Do you know what I learned off Sean Ryder the other week? No. That um, Happy Monday stuff mm. and Black Grape stuff has been remixed by Vince Clark from Erasure. Oh, did you tell Barry that? Imagine that. Happy Mondays. It may make sense, I think. Apparently it's very well respected as a, as a producer. Clark, yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Erasure. It's just his band, it's, well. it's just his band that no, are laughable. <laughs> no. It's just, the, you know, it's just the him and Andy Bell together that is just utterly, utterly laughable. It's as fine a when he was in, what was it, Yazoo with Alison Moyer. Yeah, that's that credible. That was all right, that's wasn't it? That's credible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Erasure, there's nothing credible whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Barry's already in a bad mood enough today. I don't, know, don't know we need no, him pulling I take, I take screaming. It back. I'm obviously being facetious. Yeah, yeah. Dodds, don't get your knickers in a twist. You calm yourself down. Right, but if he, as we know, if he calls he's so up, angry, Barry. if he if he does call up, what he'll be told anyway is to speak to you is that you're doing a radio show. I tell you, so it's if, fine. If I'd have had forethought, I would have just started recording Barry's calls to me. Yeah. From the second I knew Barry. Yeah. And all the things that he says that are unbroadcastable. Right. One day. You know, once when Barry's dead and gone, and hopefully that won't be soon. But one day, when he's if he's away and I survive, yeah, then I would absolutely what, release the release lost the lost tapes, <laughs> the Barry Dodd's tapes, <laughs> because I think that they are and they would be a treasure to behold for all the wrong reasons. Does he have a diary? Does Barry have a diary? Hmm. Not that I'm aware of. But you, you mean, does he write a diary? You know, like the Kenneth Williams diaries or something. Would be oh, I don't good know. to go back and read. Oh, it'd be funny if he did, wouldn't it? Do you think he's ever had it as a teenager or something? Maybe. I'd like, if he calls in today, that's what I'm going to ask him, because I'd All like right. to know more about Barry's diaries. Well, that you've just decided are a thing. I think they have to. He'd come <laughs> on. He seems like he would be someone that maybe. would. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he would. I, I'm, I don't think he does seem like the sort that would. Where would he channel it, though? What do you mean? Would he record? I feel like, you know, because of what he does now, being a comedian, being a podcaster, being a film star Ooh, that, that uh oh that made me feel ill <laughs> yeah it did it made me feel a bit ill that did then when you did said it? that yeah yeah it did it was horrible um i don't know i don't know do you have a diary no well my patreon's probably my diary really. but back in the day uh, i did I, I did one in 89 and 90 and you wrote every, it every wrote day. typed it or wrote it down wrote it fountain pen i bet as well no it, i don't think it was huh? well, it was only like 17 18 or whatever okay um, so I kept a, I kept them diaries. I also had a diary, which I still have, although I wouldn't even dare look at it. Mm. Where when I was uh, when I left university, the girl that I was going out with at the time, when I was at uni, dumped me. I, basically, I, I came out to London, and then I went back up to the northwest um, to get all my stuff. My dad was driving me down the next day to move into a house in Finchley, where, mm. I, was, where I was going to be settled. But we we were in Sydenham for a little while. Mm-hmm just like living with my mate at his house and then I came back to get my stuff and dad was driving me down and then so on the, on the night before I drove down to London the girl that I'd been going out with throughout university mm. just called and dumped me oh apropos of nothing how out, did she phrase it out of you the room. I can't really remember she, not working I think she just said we you know I think we should split up or whatever Aww. and I thought it was a joke at first and then I can remember I remember leaning on the windowsill and just being like I, I was like are you serious are you being serious yeah because I, th- I genuinely thought it was a joke, and it broke my heart. Did she joke about that before? That you thought it would no, be a joke? No, but it would. But it was so out of the blue. Okay. You know, there was no. We weren't rowing or nothing. It mm. wasn't. You know, everything was as it had always been. It was fine. So I'm sure I told you this. It, it, it transpired later on as a parental thing that they put pressure on her to dump you. Yeah, but to not be involved in entertainment, you know, the arts anymore. You know, she'd done drama at uni and that, and to to get a proper job, it was that sort of thing. Okay. Like, oh, you've got that out of your system now. You know, that sort of thing. Um, so, 
I um, came. Well, how did we even get onto this? Uh, being dumped. Diary. Diary. Yeah, the diary. Diary. So, diary. So, what happened then was I came down to London, very upset. My dad drove me down and was like, sort of saying, there's always another girl, there's all, you know, yeah. all this sort of stuff, very consoling. And then we went, um, lived in Finchley, and then she just kept coming over still. Oh, okay. And sleeping with me. Right. Do you know what I mean? Doing sex and stuff. Yeah. But we were still split <laughs> yep. up. I love the way it's seen with me doing sex and it stuff. Was. Right, she, she just carried, to clarify. She carried on fucking me for about a month. Okay. Right? Which I think is quite... You didn't mind that, though? Or did you? Well, it wasn't... I don't think it did much for my mental health. But was honest. it like... To be dumped, but also... Okay, so being, it was... So after essentially you, used for sex. But it, was that clear when you knew after the first or second time when she was coming over that, like, it's just going to be sex and that's it? Or was um, it like a pretense of, like, I miss no, you? No, there was all that, because I think she felt very much like it hadn't been the decision she wanted to make, but her hand had been forced a little bit. I mean, could she not have just got, got a normal job as her I mean, parents have said and, like, and dated you? What were we, like, 21 or something? So okay. It's not, you know, it's not like you were particularly secure in in your life at all. No, There's but... no financial security and stuff. So I guess if, right. you, if you have parental interference with that, where it's like, well, if you live in here or, you know, or whatever... But they wanted her not to work in entertainment, but they also didn't want her to date you. They well, because I, I guess I would have represented right. that. I guess, you and know, that I was going to carry on with okay. doing that sort of stuff. That would be representative of that, of, yeah, of yeah. being, quote-unquote, a bad influence. And mm. I think also they didn't like that. I was a scruffy northerner and all the rest of it. So yeah. um, whatever the reasons, that's by the by. But after a time, tell me again how we got onto this. Diary. Right. She was going travelling to Australia for six or seven months, right? Mm -hmm. Which was obviously a big upsetting thing for me because we not only we split up, she was also leaving the country. Yeah. And this is pre mobiles and texting and WhatsApp and all that sort of thing, or FaceTime and all that sort of business. It was literally she was going to disappear mm. for seven months. So in that the point of this long-winded preamble is in that time that she was away, I wrote to her in a diary every single day. Oh, but you but just to her, she's never seen it. Just to her, oh. she's never seen it. So I can, Do you uh, have it with you today? Of course. A lovely not. moment. <laughs> like, yeah, and I, I've carried it around with me every doing day. It ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I always have it on me every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. It's like 25 years ago, whatever it is. What kind of stuff were you. Um, there was romantic stuff. There was oh. stuff expressing my feelings and how sad I was about the situation. There was, all, you know, all that sort of stuff. Very, very honest and open. That's nice. Um, and stuff about what I'd been doing and what I was up to. Because how I thought it would be is that when she came back, I'd go, look, that, that's what. That's been my life while you've been away. Mm. In terms of that's what you know, I've, I've had a job. I've you know, I've been working in the pub, and this has happened. Blah 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 blah. And then when she came back, and then it was like she came back and again jumped into bed maybe one time, and then I didn't see her again after that. Oh, so so when she left that time, and it was like that. We just well, that was I, like I decided. This is very personal, isn't it? I know. I decided. I've not named names. I've not. No, you haven't. No. I decided that time when she came around and, and jumped my bones in the bed. I was not going to give her that diary. Okay. I decided by how she was with me, and I heard nothing from her, by the way. There was no letter, no phone call well, at any point. While she was months. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I decided there and then, I was like, I'm not giving her that diary. That's That compromises me. Yeah? So I didn't. I so, know, well, I, know. I, I, I saw her again once. She came to a Big and Daft show once. Oh, and she said to me that she, she expressed, this was many years later, mm -hmm. she expressed huge regrets and said she hadn't... Aww. Actually, that's that's her business. What she said she hadn't when she left the last time, was it that you had thought I can't do this again with her, or was she saying this is the last time? But you'd obviously had no. That that, I think before. that was the moment where I thought, oh no, you're a dick. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I think that was the moment I thought, oh no, you're quite ruthless. Yeah. This is horrible. Yeah. You're yeah. not the girl I thought you were. Was how I assessed the situation. I don't know if that's right or not, but that's how I assessed it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't trust you at all. Mm. You've just 
ignored me for seven months and then quite happily come and try and pick it up where used me yeah for sex. that's difficult anyway I, I, I must say when I say use me for sex it's not like I was going no no it was consensual don't. yeah yeah but I mean more I know what you mean because when you do split up with somebody and there's always one of you thinking yeah sure we're split up but if you keep coming over for sex we're yeah, pro- like, for something's you know, gonna get people carrying banging that's that you yeah know, that, but, that is a thing after but there's up. also some sort of attachment there as well you can't really get over somebody and like somebody until whilst you're still sleeping with the well, person I, I think oftentimes the person you know if one but unless it was a mutual decision to end it and then you just carried on yeah, as fuck buddies yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. which i think is probably impossible but i think if it was a mutual decision to end it fine but if if somebody dumped the other person then it's really bad on their part to carry on having mm-hmm. a physical relationship with that person yeah. even if the other person is going I know it's fine we can do that because they're probably just thinking I know we can do that and then they will realise yeah and then you know we'll get back together and stuff so it's it's quite a abusive is, is perhaps too strong a word but it, it, you know easy it, to it, do though yeah I, no I it absolutely is. that once that's him. I was the person going you've carried on can sleeping you ca- with me since we, since we split up you make up stuff with it I remember I, one time I was like I'm a toast I can't can't you fix the toaster just, uh, just really? to get in my <laughs> And then when he came in the door, were you just presenting? <laughs> no, but it was me because when after it had happened, I thought, well, yeah, I don't want to get back with him actually. Oh, right. And then we'd keep talking, and then it'd be like, oh, the, the oh, actually, to be fair, he would be rover. Like I was like, I can't get the hop to work. He, but I'll be there in twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah. It's not a euphemism actually, but you know, okay. It's so it, it went on like that for a while, and so I thought. I, uh, if I we wanted to be, if I wanted to be with him, I kind of do, but at the same time, I don't. Right. Anyway, it finally really ended badly when he found out that I was still going to Reading Festival, and he was annoyed because I was still go- was going, even though he he wasn't anymore. Isn't that always the way? Now it's always the way. Isn't that it's always, always the, the way? way. And, and he was and like, I, it's finally done. And what I think as well, after we both bared ourselves, they're both given of ourselves yeah, to the public, Cathartic. even though one of us has lost five hundred quid today. <laughs> but we have both given of ourselves to the public, so I think the public is probably feeling quite. Um, I think they will have appreciated the sharing, but they also might be feeling slightly agitated on our behalf because I yeah. keep going on about this losing five hundred quid. Yeah, they might be agitated on my behalf, and I want to say I don't want you to be agitated on my behalf. You know, uh, I get a lot of support anyway from my audience and things and on the Patreon and all that sort of stuff. I do get that and I do appreciate that. I love it, but mm. I, and I want to, um, in turn, try and look after you. As a li- not you, I'm, not, I'm looking at you now. But yeah, I'm yeah, fine. Okay, way. fine. Right, no, not me. No, You're yeah, I'll look after yeah. you as well. Oh, thank okay. you, thank you. Yeah. Um, but I think for the listening public at home, if you are feeling a bit agitated now, then I think probably <laughs> the best way that you could calm yourselves down. The now, only way. And the right way now. that I can help, that I can reach out to you yep. and help you as well to calm down is if we take a few moments. <laughs> I mean, like six, six minutes. Six and a half, isn't it? Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, to have a relax, <laughs> sit back. Maybe let the stresses of the day fall away. herbal tea, maybe. You might be worried about what's going on in the world. I appreciate that. I understand it. But with a bit of perspective, you can say, as of this moment, you're all right. We'll get through all this. Sit back. Relax. Maybe close your eyes. Put your phone on airplane mode. Mm. And let's listen to the calming, soothing soothing tones of Jar Wobble and Bill Laswell. With Fofo. Fofo, I mean. Also, spoiler alert, this is also the um, Prime Minister Dodds' music that he has playing when he does his address to the nation. <laughs>
you know, the more I hear that, yeah. the more it irritates me. Does it? No, whereas I just love it now. For me, it flies by. No, I find it quite laborious and repetitive. Oh. Okay, that's my ringtone, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's soothing. It is very soothing. It's it's soothing tones, but I don't think I really like it. Uh, We're joined now by Anders Hayward in the studio. We're going to be talking about the new film, Run, released in cinemas. Yes. Now. What cinemas is it in? So it's going to Hackney Beach House. Whoa, what happened? Hold on, hold on. Oh, that's really... There's a little crackling. Yeah, but it's coming from that. Bear with me. Where would okay, that be so coming it, from? It's that mic. It's okay, that mic. let's let's okay. swap mics then. I'm going to shove you over. Okay. Right. I'll shove you over to this No, no, you, yeah, you close this one. No, it's not you. It's not you. It's not you. I've got to say, it's the end of the world! Oh, oh wow. And have you moved to that one? Yeah, I'll just. No, no. I put that one up. Guess four. All right. Right, apparently you're all right now. I'm now good. And that's a better mic anyway. All right, well, let's stick to that one then. Fab. Okay. That was mad. Thank God it's the pre record. So, um. So what cinemas is it in? Is it um, so it's going to uh, yeah, so it's going to Hackney Picture House nice. um, and Hackney Central uh, from the twentieth. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's so yeah. I is don't it know. Indie? Is it an, an indie film? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. yeah, it was it was done with uh, BFI, BBC, and Creative Scotland. Okay. And yeah, it was yeah, it's just about this. Um, it's set up in this tiny little fishing village in, in the north of Scotland called Fraserburgh. Okay. Um, is that a real place? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's in the Brock. And uh, oh, it's the brock. about... Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's really in the Brock. Oh, yeah, the Brock. Yeah, I know the Brock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're familiar with, his, with its work. Yeah. Um, and it's about Finney, who's um, played by Mark Stanley, who's going to be one of your Yeah, he's on later. later. So he's on later on. Yes, yeah, he is, yeah. 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 And... Um, he works in this fixed factory with his son and his mom, yeah. and he uh, he sort of notices that his son is kind of taking, um, making all the same decisions that he made, like got okay. his pr- girlfriend pregnant super young, getting married super young, and um, it's kind of this town where uh, people find escapism in like racing cars. Right. Okay. Um, so Finney just gets to a point where he's thinking, okay, I need to is my last chance to kind of get out of town and really escape and be free and so he takes kids car out for a joyride one night right. um and it all kind of goes tits up so when then, so then what happens his girlfriend at the end? what happens at the very end um so yeah it, well, they all run down the road happily ever after i know that mark stanley will give spoilers away because well, the last time mark stanley was on the show he gave spoilers away something that he was in and we had to edit the show we had to yeah, <laughs> we, obviously you know we're at uncensored station we rarely uh delete anything or to edit anything out but when a uh gives away a big huge yeah, spot yeah, spoiler yeah, in the film i was like that's Fair right. enough, actually, because it was a character that didn't make it to the end of the film. Now, hang on a minute. Like, not to be the amateur detective here <laughs> sure. at all. We've got Anders in the studio now, yeah. talking uh, officially talking about the new film, Ron. Yep. Like, that's yeah, that's official. That's official. But then I've got a 5.30, Mark Stanley in the studio, talking about his upcoming projects, brackets, he has loads, is what I've got on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've now. got the press with now, it. Now, I yeah. think what's happened here... Yeah is I think this has been a clandestine attempt to dominate this show with one film. So right. Anders has said, like, I'll go in and say I'm talking about Run. You go in as well, just don't mention, don't say that you're talking about Run, but we'll do it, we'll, like, we'll bookend this. Oh yeah, yeah, we met last week and we yeah, just yeah. rehashed it out yeah, this and we plot. This has been a massive sense, plot. Right? In the meantime, I've got a film Nobody's out safe. and no one's mentioned in my film. Well, okay. On my own show. Well, that's a shame, Which isn't it? Which is an it? opportunity for you to now yeah. watch your film. <laughs> there we go, Parap- just been asked. The Parapod movie. Um, there you go. Tell us, tell us more. What's it about? No spoilers. It's a documentary. It's about myself and someone else who go, um, he believes in ghosts and I don't believe in ghosts. And we go to loads of quote-unquote haunted houses in the UK on a big road trip tour. And that's about what happens. It's a documentary now. I directed it as well. 
Okay. And findings? So do, what were your findings? Every man, I'll tell you that. Spoiler, innit? Uh, there you go. I tried <laughs> to get Mark, Mark I tried to lure him out. Every man, we're doing loads of every man. Yeah, yeah. With Q&As and stuff. Some this week, we're doing tomorrow in Islington, the next day in King's Cross, then we're doing nothing on I mean, Thursday. are they still on, though? <laughs> Sorry, that's just a reference. <laughs> a lot of people have been asking, um, Ian, quite a lot. Are you getting this, actually, with this Is film? it still on? Are you getting people saying to you, is that screening still going ahead? Um, well, what's going on in the, in the world? Yeah, well, not uh, not really. Like we kind of did all the festival runs, and that was yeah, yeah, before okay. Corona hit. Um, but that was me and Mark as well. We plotted for Corona to actually hit, yeah, the, hit the world as well. Yeah, yes, yeah, so it's all part of it. Yeah. So it's just a, an opportunity to At really talk about film, run. Yeah, yeah. Just like pick up the guitar and sing <laughs> my Corona. We, we just yeah, <laughs> we actually just get like a sort of like a Tupperware box and just release it out <laughs> yeah. into the open. Oh, yeah. Well, you've given a big spoiler away again. Actually, yeah, Mark it, yeah. was going to do that, but you've ruined it. So we finally isolated it on on a super spreader, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah, spreader, yeah. 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 Um, so what? What are you? Just, are you just in it? Is that? Yeah, yeah. So I, I play Mark's. Uh, well, I play Finney's son. So, kid. You, so you don't have any. So you're not involved behind the scenes in any way. It's literally just. It's, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. As an actor, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it's quite funny because Mark. So Mark plays my dad, and he's only six years older than me. Right. Okay. So I played younger, and he played older. Yeah, yeah. I think he felt, you know. A bit hard done by with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. one of those things you just have to accept. Don't you? you have to go. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that is clearly how I look. I think he went. Into, he went into makeup and was like, "Yeah, could you just put a bit, a few more wrinkles there? Yeah. You know, really like yeah. make me feel really old." Because I am dead young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's a beautiful man. What he's are they as within an ind- an independent film? What are they? Uh, were there any issues of? Because I presume you didn't. You know, you've not ended up millionaires from it and stuff. But no, 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 no. But so, so what were the <laughs> what were the working conditions like within that? Because they're very much. All hands on deck, then sort of. Yeah, things. well, I, I just felt. I mean, I think with anything like that, um, on that scale, I think everyone is so invested, and everyone has to be super invested, and it just yeah. kind of feels well, like. If you get one or two that aren't, it really yeah. It really I mean, knackers it, it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I mean, when you get like a Fast and Furious, and there's you know there's five different units all mm. shooting multiple things, it's like I mean, the person that, like, I don't know, the personal aspect of it kind of drifts out a bit and yeah, I think everyone really believed in this film and really um, it's pr- obviously so cliche to say it but I think mm. it was something that everyone was super invested in and really I don't know it was it was something that everybody really responded to as well yeah. on, in every department so it was is the end result how you envisaged uh, yeah it is actually yeah, yeah, it is yeah, yeah I mean um, like it's 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 a film. It's super. I mean, it's only seventy seven minutes, okay. so it's quite. It's like bordering on short film. Mine's like feature. Mine, mine's one hundred and nine. So better, <laughs> better value for money. Competition. That's like one episode of it on, on, on Netflix where they just have varying. Like yeah, one, one yeah. could be forty minutes, one could be an hour and a half. One episode of. Were things you saying that. that's undermining? No, I'm saying that now. Like <laughs> that's just like a Netflix show. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, Get no, out no, no, yeah, exactly. no, no. You could have just done that in like two seconds. No, well, anything should be the length that it is shouldn't yeah. it you know, yeah. So that's, yeah. I mean there's no filler it's got to be this it's got, yeah. it's got to be that it's yeah there's no montage scenes of like, like, yeah. you, I was going to say <laughs> yeah. oh, you've got a montage yeah. scene yeah. haven't you well you've got a montage as Anders calls it filler <laughs> oh it's not filler it's just like it's, we just had to cram it in in some yeah, way yeah sure so, sure yeah, right, yeah, that would have been quite a good name for your documentary about ghosts and like thriller but you could call it just filler no I think the title we chose is better okay right yeah but if you wanted to take that with you and make your own well, yeah, well, I think I might we just steal you've, you've it. That's, like, that's why you're an actor and I'm a director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, was it a script? Is it purely scripted? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, scripted drama, yeah. Um, written and directed by um, Scott Graham. He was actually okay. from that area. Right. Um, and it was originally a short and then he turned it into a feature. Oh, well, oftentimes, with those sort of things, when it is an independent sort of thing that's going on, 
oftentimes within that you'll get a, a little bit of leeway and stuff. Mm. You, you know, with, yeah, with, yeah. When it, when it feels like it's an ensemble piece, yeah, there'll be a bit of leeway. But was this sort of sticking to a, a rigid script? Was well, it? Well, I mean, I think like <laughs> <What's me? laughs> Irene. What can I say what happened there? Irene, who tried to do the most graceful entrance of thought something, then did the noisiest exit of so anyone much, I've ever heard with so thoughts. So much banging. So much noise there. Put it in a jar shop. Holy shit. You, uh, if you listen back to that, you'll notice how halfway through that question, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, okay, yeah, right. what was going yeah. on here? Go on, man. Um, uh, see, see what happens. Yeah, we've thrown us all. Yeah, was it a rigid script? Was yeah, it? well, I mean, so it's all in like the the accent is like a Doric, so it's like a, almost like a language. So we had to keep quite. Oh yeah, so you can't. Yeah, 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 so it was like the whole script was written out phonetically, and we had like a glossary of oh, like okay. what we had to do beforehand because they, the whole accent up there is is so different to. Is it uh, subtitled? So we were so we took it to Tribeca, and uh, that had to be sub subtitled for the American audience, and then it came here, and there was a few like my mom's Swedish, and she came to see, it and she was like, ah. Oh, I, I loved it. Um, didn't really understand yeah, I don't know what, I what was going on, but I mean, it looked great. So <laughs> there's a moment again because I'm going to counter everything here with PowerPoint movies. Okay, right? sure, mm-hmm. sure. There's a moment in the PowerPoint movie where somebody with a very thick um, West Midlands accent is speaking, and I to this day don't know what she's saying. And I, I directed it, and, <laughs> and you just directed nod. the edit. Oh, okay, you were like, it's yeah. like yeah, uh, just, <laughs> on, yeah. There's, there's a bit where she, oh no, I won't even say what it said, but there's, there's a bit. It's, it's just like I can't understand that. Uh, we're, we're getting to because it's been entered into festivals now, mm. even though we're touring at the moment with it. Okay, it can't be cancelled. Like, it's been cancelled, isn't it? Can film festival? It, it's not this year anyway. Oh, it's been next. Well, next I think year. it might be yeah, South by Southwest was cancelled. That was cancelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tribeca's um, happened, as we know. So you yeah, can't be in that one. Wasn't that? Wasn't yeah. that? It was LA Comedy Festival, I believe. Okay. It was Cork. I want to say. Cork. Film Festival in yep. Ireland. It was another one in America. Okay. The Oscars. It wasn't the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> the what? We've not, we've not entered it into the Oscars. Oh, okay, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's been entered into four, but um, we, it, there has been a discussion at the moment going... Yeah, it's crazy. Have we, have we, no, no, I don't mean about that. Oh, right. But, uh, about it, should it go ahead? Yeah, yeah. Um, if we have to subtitle things that is yeah. somebody yeah. speaking English yeah well I know I know that uh, Scott he was very reluctant with it because it's I don't know it was well I guess it just takes something away from it or yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I mean I, I, I kind of it's, it's kind of a different experience is, it, is, it, with it, is it a dialogue you can lock into though so it, uh, well, as an English speaker so for example like an Irving Welsh book or whatever mm-hmm. yeah yeah where, which is written phonetically in Scottish yeah exactly but you still like you lock into it and you're like mm. I, know, I know exactly what's being said yeah exactly I know what mm-hmm. Ken means yeah 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 yeah, yeah exactly thing. exactly you, you pick that up so it's yeah like, I mean you, I think like the first sort of you know five minutes you, you were just acclim- you sort of acclimatised especially like filming it and working with it I remember freaking out before actually going up to shoot it and then when we were up there because you're sort of surrounded by it and meeting loads of people all the time and then yeah. you just lock into it and dial in and then you, your ear just kind of adapts to that accent I wish I had a Scottish accent I mean you've obviously can, you could learn to no, have but a Scottish accent no, for real I wish I actually had a Scottish accent you could learn it and then keep it no, because just adopt it. <laughs> yeah, I just have it. I still wouldn't be Scottish. That's do, true, do you ever have true. those friends that you're you're around and then you kind of adopt their accent a little yeah. bit? My, yeah. my, I've got Brummy mates that I'm like, yeah, you're, and then I end everything on an up. So everything's yeah, a that, question. That would be yeah. that would be awful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know. 
Right, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, Dad, how's it um, going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be an awful yeah, one to pick up. Uh, my accent's a real, I think it is a real mismatch. Uh, mish, mish, mash. Mm. Because I'm from, I was born in Warrington, and I was sent from St. Helens because I'm northwest and I follow Saints and that. But I think there's a real um, whole t- tint to my voice. Cert, cert, well, they're certain, certain yeah, words, yeah. they say. A very, and I don't know where that's come from. I've got no, I don't know anyone from Hull. I've got, I've got no idea where that's come from, okay. and how I've picked that up somewhere along the line. But that is how I talk, and uh, I haven't got much of a St. Helens accent at all, okay, or even a Northwest accent really. If you look mm-hmm. at Vegas, if you look at Vegas, that's that's pure St. Helens voice. Okay, I didn't I don't speak know like that was right. Okay, I but we're from few miles yeah, away yeah and other. you have got very different or yeah. he's got a very th- broader just Johnny Bates, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah it's, it's, you can clearly tell what the accent yeah, yeah you can yeah, but he's not trained Sam trained you say so <laughs> But he has <laughs> lived, you know. He does live in London sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But he hasn't like he hasn't like slipped at all, even though he has lived in London for. Well, he's well, living for in London right this second. Yeah, he's, he's cooking, he's supposed to be cooking him lamb shanks. Cooking me some lamb dinner. shanks. As we he's speak. going to his house for dinner. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> as we make. speak, he's going to be. I know. So Johnny, just make sure you don't you don't burn them. Don't burn those lamb shanks. Listen, Johnny, can you make them lamb shanks should be on by now? Should they be? I'm leaving here in an hour and a quarter. I insisted on slow cooking. Did you? Right. When he asked me last night. So I will, I will, <laughs> thank you. I would like to have dinner with you, Mr. Vegas. Only if you slow cook the lamb shanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, you better get the marinade on, son. Uh, <laughs> He's saying it as a joke. A <laughs> <genuinely>, <laughs> I genuinely said to him at 5am this morning. 5am? Because he went, what do you eat? Because I have different dietary requirements for all yeah. the different elements and stuff. And he said, well, what do you eat? Well, what do you not eat? And then I said, I don't I, I eat everything, but it's just a moderation thing and that. And he went, well, what about lamb shanks? I mean, that'd be lovely. Yeah, definitely lamb shanks. De- definitely lamb shanks. Um, but I tend to, even when you're at home, what do you eat? I went, well, I tend to slow cook everything. <laughs> so he said, well, if, if I slow cook lamb shanks, I went, yeah. But I said, but make sure you slow cook them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want them to just fall off the boat. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Did you do that in a restaurant as well? Oh yeah, yeah, I'll come back to, in I about slow, six I'm, hours. I'm yeah, coming in tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to start it now. Have you got a slow cooker? I've got a pressure cooker. I've got the opposite. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, I don't know though. Yeah, no. cook a whole Never chicken in half an hour. Really? Bosh. Yeah. Is that, uh, but oh is it nice though? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it just nice it basically like cooked? yeah, it just cooks it under pressure. So it's like it's the same same is thing. Is it not tough? Does it? Is it not a bit no, tough? No, 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 no. It just falls apart. Oh, really? Pressure cooker. Invest in one. Okay. It's good. Well, I quite like... I have an, a, an, another friend who put this in my head, and I absolutely agree with her, which is, I think... With, I have this. When I, when I cook, which doesn't happen that often, really, that I'll cook properly, but when I do... It takes cook, too long. I don't feel like eating it when I've cooked it. Right. You, know, uh, you spend so much time cooking it, you're like, I don't even feel hungry now. Do you slow cook everything, though? Because, so. <laughs> okay. In, in continuation of yeah, the story yeah. I was telling... If you shove something in a slow cooker, yeah. in the morning, you do all the prep and that and do it in the morning, then you just leave it. Yeah. And then it's like hours and hours and hours later, and then when you're hungry, you can go, oh, God, I've got that. That's co- that's cooking. Okay. So I've got that. So that way you, you avoid the thing of not feeling like eating what you've just cooked. Do you feel like you're very super critical of your own cooking? No. No? No. Because I feel like... I- even if it's nice, I'll be like, oh, mm, uh, I don't know. Mm, yeah, it's fine. I guess I, it's fine. I don't feel super critical about anything that I do <laughs> <laughs> I always think I've done brilliant there yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always do it art if I do any art any drawing yeah. or anything like that yeah. you've got badges prepped yeah. just to yeah. put yeah. Yeah. Well stuff, that, stuff that yeah. I've built at home, like my droids and stuff that I've built and 
all the my writing work and that and I never mm. go hmm I don't really like that now in two years time I might read it and go oh god I don't like that uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. but in the moment I am firmly of the opinion that I've just Created the greatest masterpiece that's ever been written, <laughs> including when you cook a nice little lamb shank. Yeah. You're like, that's the best yeah. lamb shank that's ever been cooked. Absolutely perfect. No, no, I have. I don't cut lamb shanks. I have a. I have like a celebrity who does that for me. <laughs> oh right, yeah. yeah. I have a celebrity chef. That of course you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But with other stuff, yeah, yeah, I do. But I, I get. I don't know if you've heard of Johnny Vegas. I get yeah. him. He, yeah, yeah. I get him to cook me lamb from the, shanks from the northwest. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Johnny Vegas. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he has lived. Bless him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So God, God has he lived. <laughs> um, I think we've sold your film now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good film. Out, I mean, um, it's got loads of people saying it's have you good. Got PR? Have it's you got PR. I've got no PR. No, no, no. no. I just like yeah, doing a PR. I was calling you and saying, um, "How was talking about Johnny Vegas cooking lamb shanks promoting?" Yeah. Was <laughs> 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 yeah. great. Yeah. And as yeah. we should also mention, I guess I've got the press release. Oh, here, okay. You're on an upcoming BBC film production called Looted, in which you yes. start. Was it Thomas Turgoose? Yeah, you've met before. Thomas Turgoose. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 How's yeah. he? Oh, he's great. He came to one of my gigs once, but I never met him. Yeah, he's wicked. He's just... I don't know, he's just one of those people that are just totally 100% unfiltered and just amazing. Have you ever seen his audition tapes for This Is English? Yeah, yeah. Have you told him about... The craziest thing. So he he told me about this story about when he was auditioning for that, and... uh, he so the second audition he was like yeah I'll come I'll come to the audition if you give us a if you give us twenty quid right was it yeah or like hundred quid or something like that I can't remember how much it was and then they were like yeah all right yeah okay and then they asked him to come to the third one he was like yeah all right but it's gonna be it's gonna be more than that mate and they were like okay fine and then and the last one he was like um I want a PS2 and so they bought him a PS2 really? for, the, for the last audition wow. down in London he's just like yeah a little, a cheeky little, little fucking fucker. scally little kid yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah yeah he just rocked up with and his... he hasn't changed like he's has he not he's, yeah he's just yeah he's yeah, just rocked up with his bike <laughs> yeah. he just came in like what's your gig no, 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 I didn't, I never met him at the Oh, game. okay, it, it right, was, right. It was a big thing in, like, Derby and something. There were quite a few from this England were there, but I didn't meet any of them. It was with, it was me and Al Murray. Oh, okay. Was doing the headline thing, and I think was I was... he cooking put, for you as well? <laughs> wow. Oh, he'd kick a pie, wouldn't he? No, 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 not when he cooks me. No. That's, um, no, quite the contrary to the character. He's, when I, the reason I paused when you said, does he cook for you, is, like, when... Not to, he preps food for me, so it's not. It tends to be salady stuff. And, ah, but he doesn't cook it. You know, it's right. Cooking yeah, yeah. But he will prep it and arrange the plate and like oh. do a swirl of like olive oil and yeah, and, yeah, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does all that out. But um, very nice. But yeah, but Vegas is Vegas is lamb shanks. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah let's salad. come back to that. Yeah, yeah. Catherine Tate does cage, but uh, <laughs> even if I don't want it, <laughs> just um, oftentimes I've sort of I've distanced myself a bit from Catherine now because I do. Miranda was similar. She make you a quiche. Miranda Hart, yeah. Yeah. She would do omelets. Well, very nice. Uh, very, like an omelet, yeah, omelet. very nice omelets. Yeah, she, yeah. she prepped them very nice. But she'd fold them as a folded omelets as well. Okay. They were fine. But I found a similar thing happening with Miranda Hart and with Catherine Tate as well, where they would make with, with Johnny with mm-hmm. the lamb shanks and with Al with the salads. They will say, "Do you want? You know, c- c- would you like that?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll have that tomorrow." With Miranda and Catherine Tate, very much going. I've made it, eat it. 
Right, yeah, 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 yeah. To the point where you feel a bit like the feeders. You know, I mean, that an omelette's not massively filling, probably. A quiche a bit more so, I'd say. But probably what, Miranda Hart's 12-egg omelette? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, a 12-egg omelette. No, that's, that's have a lot. Have you never heard of Miranda's 12-egg omelette? I have never heard of Miranda Hart's 12-egg omelette. And, and that's not to share, that's each. So that's 12-egg omelette. Wow. That's a lot of eggs. That is a lot. She puts half a chicken in it. Yeah. Half. It's got to be exactly half a chicken. Right. But also... She folds it. Just over the top. Bones and all. She's like... I love the bones of the girl, but bones is a. a, a there is no discerning getting no. bits of bone out and stuff. In the no, omelette no, no. from the chicken? The chicken just piles it all in. Chicken so probably wasn't slow it. cooked. So you have to eat it anyway. very, very slow because it's like, oh, oh my god. This is great. There's an entire chicken leg bone in that. Sounds quite nice though, actually. A 12 egg omelette with some bony chicken. Sounds lovely. <clears throat> Which begs the question why would you grate chocolate over it? Oh, oh that's mean. too much. It's a now. Miranda, that's too much. Yeah. That's a little bit. But yeah, like if, if you ever get a chance to see Thomas Sergis's audition for the Zingling, yes. it's, it's worth seeing because it is like. And the, the casting director, I can't remember, the, it's Mark something, I think his name is. I did a casting with him once. Um, and I found him quite aggressive. I, I was like, oh, he's, he's a bit of a wide boy. I didn't, yeah, he is. I didn't, I didn't really take to him when I did the casting with him. I found him, he was too dominant within the casting. But when you hear him with, Tom, with, with Turgis's audition he does it really well because he's talking to a kid mm. but he's talking to him it's like swearing and stuff he's like talking to him on his level because it is this little fucking this yeah. little shit has come in well he's very young when the, and they're talking about the, fur, the furry yeah, yeah. yeah he's, yeah, he's yeah, very he young like, isn't what? he but oh, you, yeah. you can see the second he walks in the door you're like I, I see why you cast him immediately yeah yeah, and this is England's summer else, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. incredible, yeah. 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 But it's just maintained it throughout all the series. Well, there we go. Are you in good company with that one? Then what's that? So what's that one? Uh, so that's uh, yeah, a film called Looted, uh, which we did. That's BBC. Yeah, 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 BBC one. That was like a, another indie film um, that we did um, with a director called Rennie Panavis. Okay. It was about um, about a guy who is kind of like looking after his dad, but trying to struggle to find um, a way to sort of like pay and like get by so he yeah. turns to illegal activities okay um, my one's called um, the Parapod movie <laughs> and it's about uh, it's a documentary about two lads who did a podcast called the Parapod the first podcast from a movie mm. and uh, yeah we just sort of translated the Parapod podcast to, yeah and there may or may not be subtitles uh, yeah, yeah. indefinitely in festivals there will have to be subtitles yes <laughs> but not for us not no for but us. there's definitely a montage with, there's Although, definitely a then montage you, it's then. almost feels like an in joke then doesn't it when you don't need the subtitles but then no, everyone else does you might. The, the, other, the other boys are Geordie so I don't know if you have to do <laughs> I don't know if you have to do subtitles for Geordies or not I would imagine you probably do nah I'm lucky that songs yep. they say I'm different Betty Davis Yep. Just play that. Yeah, play that. Bang it on. These are all the things you're meant to do. You're meant to plan all these things before. No. I like to just sit down and on go, the fly. Oh, go, oh, what's on there? And then just say out loud, oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> they say I'm different, but the chairs under. They say I'm yeah, different. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play that. Um, dude, it was lovely speaking with you. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. Best of luck. You're a very easy interview, which yes. is always a nice I thing. I said that before you came in. I said, I met you before. It's going to be fine. And yeah. a nice boy. Thank you very much. Mm. I like it when you can just chat. That You know me where yeah, you yeah. have someone going, I'll oh, get it around to this, get it around to this. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like I'm, I'm really shit at like, explaining what a film is and, no, and, and storylines and stuff. So well, I just I like to get... Explain what a film is. Yeah, no, like, you know, what <laughs> the film is about. explain what a film is. I mean, there's cameras in... I'm probably actually probably good at it. Yeah, I mean, there's cameras and there's... It's like... 
telly but longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Some of the Netflix shows now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's brought nicely round. Hey, good luck with it. It's Thank called, you very it's much. It's Run. It's uh, a film by Scott Graham. Starring Mark Stanley is going to be coming up later on. Mm. Th- thinking that we would fall for that. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Manson, Marley Sue, Anders Hayward. Uh, it's released in UK cinemas on the 13th of March. Now. So it's, is that now? It was yeah. three days what, ago. Three days ago. Yeah. It's the 16th of today. Good luck, man. Thank you very much. See you soon. Cheers. I'm different. The door again? There's that, that door again. Yeah, there's the door. That was Betty Davis. I feel like she's doing it on purpose. And we just told her purpose. about it as well. Then she waited until yeah, 20 yeah. to run in and then run out again. You. She knows what she's doing. She's a bit quieter and she went, okay. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, fuck you two. <laughs> oh, it's a nice cameo from Irene babe. there. Can we set up like a. Like a. GoFundMe or something to get me my 500 quid back. Oh, for the cancellation for what happened. Um, that you were going to give it to charity, you said, weren't you? So no, hang on, no, careful. Because if I said I was going to give it to oh, charity, oh yeah, then you'd have to. Up, then I would have to do it. Suddenly it'll not. be out on balance to you. Someone but, will set it yeah, up, yeah, and yeah. then we're the, like, the last thing I need is any more fucking admin. Right, exactly. So yeah. let's scrap that. But Mark Stevenson's gift been aid. in touch. Oh yeah, thing? gift aid. It. Mark Stevenson's been in touch. From I believe South Just go Korea. On Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Ian Bowser. They do something every day. I work my fucking bollocks off on it, and that's that might end up being your only lifeline to the outside world, i.e. Yeah. to my house. True. Oh yeah, to your house. Yeah. I self isolate ninety nine percent of the fucking do. time, and the one time, the one percent of the time that I have to go out, that's when it's like this I know happens. it's a lot to do what you've been doing for two years. I'm not saying there's a connection, but you haven't done been out of the house much. It's like when the you do, it's like the government think there's a, there is a risk of me going back yeah, into society. Like, that's why they keep asking. Like yeah. this keeps happening with all these screenings. And Mark Stevenson from yeah. Korea, South Korea. Yeah. Tweeted, I'm sorry you've had such rotten luck and circumstances the last couple of weeks, Thank Ian. You, man. But it is delightful to have you back on Fubar Radio. Yeah, again, would you not see, would you not consider that to be a continuation of the bad luck? <laughs> that I mean. Stop it. It has been a shitty couple of weeks. But do you know what? Um, whilst horrible things have happened, which I don't necessarily wish to go into, but horrible things have happened in the yeah. last few weeks. Yeah. Um, but I'm also um, working very hard to uh, to balance and go, no, hang on, my film's come out. Mm-hmm. The sold-out screenings. Okay, yep. they've, they've been hit by what's been going on with health and all that sort of stuff, you know, with the... Mm-hmm. Naturally, they've been hit in certain ways, and naturally the income has been hit in certain ways and all the rest of it. But, however, the film is finished. It has sold the tickets. Yeah. It is being screened it's in a good cinemas. response, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's getting a response. Yeah. So, yeah. so, I'm trying to go, yeah, there's been shitty personal stuff been going on. But... But this has happened. Well, well, yeah. I think it's important in times like that it's going on where I think a lot of people might be panicking a little just bit. To look for a positive. Not even that. Just just to get some perspective in things and go. Look, it's like not not everything is shit. And mm-hmm. sometimes, by the way, I'm aware. By the way, that sometimes everything is shit mm-hmm. for someone. You know, everything is. I get that, and, and I've been in that situation myself, and I know how desperate and horrible that feels. I, I, I do understand that, but I think if you can, at a time of franticness if that's even a word or hysteria or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it I don't mean them in a disparaging way I mean that as a descriptive term I think it's kind of important to go right have I got you know 
my family? Have I got my partner or whatever? Have, have I got a roof over my head? Have I got, you know, all those things. Like, I mean, this is awful because it's like, if someone's going, because I remember when I was in a really bad situation, when I was suicidal and stuff. Yeah. When I was going, no, I've not. No, I've not. <laughs> no, I've not. Yeah. Tell me one good thing that I've got. You know, that's how yeah. I was. I was genuinely like that. Now, I did have my friends. That, that was, you know, mm-hmm. but at the time, I couldn't say that at all. And I did have my health outside of my mental health and all that. All them things, I think it's important to, to get a sense of perspective. I really do. I, I really do. At times like this, when there's uh, what feels like an avalanche of information, most of which is unchecked mm-hmm. because it's social media stuff and all the rest of it. So when there's an avalanche of information and it is a scary situation and when things are, when you are losing money or whatever or where you are, you know, your sold out show suddenly doesn't look like it's sold out anymore, even though it is. But, you know, there's gaps in the room because people have to stay Mm. away or choose to stay away or whatever. I think it's important to get a sense of perspective there where you go, right, not everything is shit and there is nothing to be gained from thinking everything is shit. All that will happen then is it will get shitter. It will feel shitter. If you decide everything is shit, yeah. So you've got that. I don't mean to be condescending. No, no, that, I know what do, you mean. Do, do you know what I'm? You know what I say? And, and it's took me a long time in my personal life, which is the only life I have, my yes. personal one. Yeah. It's taken me a long time to get to that stage, but I think I probably got to that stage a few, like a few years ago, maybe. Yeah. And I think that these sort of times, when it, when you could be leaning towards depression, which I definitely have in the last few weeks, I've definitely been leaning towards feeling not quite very stable and mm-hmm. the horrible things are happening to people around me as well mm. and, you know as well as my own personal thing, horrible things that have been going on and it feels like oh this could be the time when you could buckle mm. so I've been kind of standing as firm as I can in that situation um, and and trying to remember where I was at when everything was alright I was like oh no this is how I look at the world this is what my own personal ethos is and this is how I will react to horrible situations so when there's a test, like it yeah. feels like it's the moment, I think that's when you have to work a little bit harder to just go, right, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, I'm quite cool, me, in terms of how I look at the world, in terms of how it works well for me. Yeah. And it, and it took me many, many years to get to the point where it worked well, you know, where other character traits were, were weren't helpful, you know, were counterproductive, mm-hmm. to get to a point where you're like, I think I've got my attitude right for yeah. me for me yeah and for my loved ones and you know people that i care about around me they all seem to like me and stuff so i think that's when you have to really try hard yeah and you've got a nice dinner being cooked to you tonight so you've got some lamb shanks that, johnny, even when i was saying all johnny that vegas. all i was thinking then was i've got lamb, i've got johnny vegas lamb shanks i wish i like had pork you're, you're chop- not coming no i was thinking i wish i had like pork chops cooked me by les dennis or someone like i'd love that i can't see any reason why you can't make that happen i don't know it, i don't it, know les do you know les do you know les can we make a note to get try and get les dennis on please I thank you les dennis once. i like him a lot um we've discussed it before that one of my exes um played his girlfriend in a, in a extras Oh, okay. She was the blonde girl right. um, who was his girlfriend in extras. That's one of my exes. Um, and we, in, myself and Ed, interviewed Les Dennis in Edinburgh one year. Is what? He lovely. He was ace. I knew yeah. he would be. I knew he would be. Yeah, he better but the be. The thing on. was, right, he answered the door. Yeah. We, we got a cab down to where he was living. We'd arranged the interview and stuff. Um, I can't remember which. It, no, it was. We'd, we'd interviewed Mick Miller and Jimmy Cricket. Oh, yeah. And then we'd gone out for a drink with them afterwards. In one of the oh God, that was fun. private, yeah, you know, one of the performance bars in mm-hmm. Edinburgh, and obviously Les Dennis. Then he was in Edinburgh as well. And he came over chatting because he knows them and stuff. Yeah. 
and Mick was going, and Jimmy was, in fact, was were going, you should do their podcast. You definitely should do their podcast. It's brilliant. We had such a good time. You'd really enjoy it. And that's when, hey, I'll happily do it. So we arranged it there and then. Yeah. And we arranged to sort of go to his house at 10 in the morning or whatever, which is early doors in Edinburgh. But when we mm. arrived there, he clearly had forgot. Was he? So he, arrived, he basically answered the door in his pants. <laughs> right. With his dressing gown, like, yep. kind of unkempt. Not, I don't mean unkempt. You know what I mean? He, he, just he, like he just got up. Yeah, he yeah, looked like he just got up. But he was immediately going, oh, "Of course, lads. Yeah, come on in, come on in, come on in." And he was like, "Do you want a coffee? I'll make a coffee." That, and he just sat and just spoke openly for however long we recorded. It was just really, really nice. Just really, yeah. Oh, well, really, I'm getting in touch with him. Maybe I should. Well, didn't Herringen see him quite recently as well? Uh, I think. I'm not sure. But did he? Okay. Yeah, that one went ahead. <laughs> He got 500 quid about. Well, when was that? How many weeks ago was that? I don't know, mate, but I don't see why Les Dennis should go. Do you know what Richard said to me this morning? No. He went, you know, much as I was looking forward to talking to you, I'm so glad it didn't happen last week because he did Michael Palin last week. Oh, right, OK, because it had been this Monday, <laughs> we like, had to cancel Yeah, yeah, Palin. that's a relief, mate, isn't it? Yeah, I'm glad that... Good guess, Palin, I'm very glad good that guess. Michael Palin, because I doubt Michael Palin's got an income stream, has he? So I'm glad he got his 500 <laughs> quid, and I'm glad that myself and Dodds... <laughs> oh, who's next without. Monday, do you know? Or may not be. I don't think there will. I don't think. Well, it will. I think if they've done it today, I don't, I don't yeah. want to speak no, out. No, of terms, but, so I, I, I don't think it will. But right. if it did, I don't know who it is. Okay. I don't know. They're going to rebook you. I hope it you. does. They like, rebook you. I for hope it just start. Yeah, we'll work. We'll work some out. It's, yeah. it's no big deal. DVD that. release. Get you. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> Get you back on. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Okay. Not really. All right. Um, yeah, no, I'm not pissed off with Herring in any way. No, so, no, of course, know, it's nothing. It's out of his control, isn't no, it? I think, quite frankly, the way some people have been speaking to him on social media this weekend has been nothing short of abhorrent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Really, um, yeah, awful, awful. So, yeah, just one of them, innit? It's happened before; it'll happen again. In terms of like, it is losing a chunk it of has. cash. Well, I think we should get our next guest into the studio. He's yeah, waiting in the green room. I, I don't know if he's brought any food in for us. I, I don't feel know. Like we'll I've ask ruined him. the mood. No. I feel like I was trying to be inspiring, but it came. You did. It was inspiring. It was inspiring. I just made me hungry for pork chops cooked by Les Dennis. I'm just a bit jealous because I don't know if you know, but in the pre-record for next week's show, <laughs> I actually interviewed Prime Minister Dodds. He did. He did a speech, and I thought his speech was so inspiring. I thought I, I might be able to do one. I just I failed miserably. You didn't. You know what? You didn't. You didn't have the right music. I on. failed by comparison to didn't. Prime Minister Dodds in next week's show. You didn't have the right. He he asked for some fanfare for Fenomena, didn't he? Underneath yeah, the him, snidey you... little fucker knows what he's doing, doesn't he? <laughs> He knew that was going to make it brilliant. Girls and boys, the dynamics, and we are joined now by Matthew Croak. He's in the studio. Hello, sir. Hello. And what we've decided we're going to do, we're going to do some retro, we're going to do some retrospective promotion for a show that isn't on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. Because Matt came in and we're going, oh yeah, we're promoting Aladdin, aren't you? He went, well, that's been a gun. I know. And then Matt went, why is it shut because of the coronavirus? I he did went, say no, that. shut it all. <laughs> last, last year. year. Shut all Can I just say the bit of paper that I've been sent was uh, Matthew promoting Aladdin in the musical West End brackets. He plays the role of Aladdin. Yeah. Played the role of Aladdin. Says plays. <laughs> says plays. Says plays. No. So, have you got a good relationship with Disney? Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, and I played the role for almost three years, had oh. the best time. Yeah. Got to know Disney theatrical very well. Um, went and did lots of things like this um, and lots of things for like their YouTube channel and their, their social yeah. media and lots of stuff for Disney, Disney Store, did lots of things outside the show as well. Yeah. So I worked with Disney mm. quite closely because obviously there's a team at Aladdin that look after the show and Disney yeah. are quite separate, but obviously we all come together. I've had a bit of a rethink on Disney recently 
Um, because I think I would have been of the sort who would be like, oh, it's just a big, it's a big monster. It's you know, it can't, you can't beat it. You know, they took Marvel, they took Star Wars, blah 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 blah. <laughs> you know, they're dominating the entire marketplace mm-hmm. and stuff. Now, I'm not like overly fussed about the. I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I don't, I'm not overly fussed about the Star Wars ones. However, I also think. The, the new ones aren't going to be for me now. That's for a new generation, and I can appreciate it with the stuff that bat references and all that, and you know, essentially cameos from people that were in it before. But it's like that's they're allowed to move on. I've still I've got the original trilogy. That's mine. Mm-hmm. You know, next generation can have the prequels, and the next generation can have the Disney films. Um, but whilst on a, a capitalist corporate level I could still go I don't like anyone doing that I don't like anyone dominating the marketplace you know I don't like that and I, I won't budge on that I, I I visited Disney recently Disney World recently mm-hmm. and I also saw bits of behind the scenes of it as well with some businessy things I was sort of half doing and doing quite badly um, but what uh, what I, the conclusion I came to was I struggled to find a fault in it in mm. terms of the day-to-day running and in mm. terms of the passion and in terms of the way people spoke to you. you know, if, if they were up to no good behind the scenes, then they, they're, they're pretty they're decent actors, but yeah. they, may, they may well be. Mm. Mm. But I spoke to some people from art, you know, the, the Disney art world and stuff and the galleries and all that sort mm-hmm. of thing. And I, 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 I didn't find fault in a solitary person I met. Mm. I actually found the whole thing quite inspiring. I, yeah. you know, I quite found it quite like, this is a lovely thing. Yeah, I felt quite safe with them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, was, I was playing the same role eight shows a week, um, which in itself is very difficult physically yeah. and mentally. Like, I mean, it was a dream come true playing mm. that part. But with Disney by your side, honestly, like it sounds quite cheesy, world, but it, it? it was a whole new world. world and yeah, I felt very safe. <laughs> Um, and yeah. they listen, yeah. really looked after you. So it's because they're it always great. one jump ahead, aren't they? Wow, <laughs> you're so good at that. So good at that. I think you know you've, you've almost certainly got a friend in Disney. I now, knew that you? was next. <laughs> I knew that one was next. It's nice. But I think you know. I, I think nice. I think there's such a cynicism to it, and I and I've certainly shared that, and I still would in certain aspects yeah. of it. Yeah. But overall, I I, I just felt like. I, I, no, I was I, expecting another one to come. Sorry, another little no, thing no, no, to drop no, I'm, in there. I'm, I'm I was like, oh, what are we waiting now. for? Um, but I, I did. I felt like it's so easy to slag this off. And, you know, again, from a socialist point of view, mm-hmm. I've brought up in the Northwest, then I, I can see the way things dominate in the market, all those mm-hmm. things I said. But from a, on an artistic level, I just couldn't find anything mm. to hate about, you know, yeah, to hate yeah, about yeah. it. It was like, yeah. oh, this is beautiful. And yeah. Even sort of wandering around it and looking at, like, I remember saying before I went over to, over there, I was going, I'm not, I won't buy any tat. I'm not, I'm not gonna fall for that. <laughs> sure. For just buying Came tat. Came out with everything. <laughs> I, well, I did, but no tat. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there wasn't any tat. Yeah. Because you walked around it and went, which I can't, I couldn't say for Universal or something like that. You know, whether like, oh, just stick out the fridge, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it, it, it there was no tat. Mm-hmm. Everything was made beautifully. Everything was. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. quality control was there. Yeah. In place, which I can't. I just I can't knock it. No. Much as I'd love to. But, well, yeah. but I can't. Yeah. So it's imagine. easier that way, isn't it, to, to yeah. slag it. But no, working for them, and I agree with everything that you've said. It was, Nobody it was looked great. like they hated their job. No. And, and, pen, e- and even if they did. Them had jobs hey, that listen, they should hate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And people would show that, wouldn't they, if they did? Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Credit to them, really. So it must be lovely to be in, in a situation as you, because we're retrospectively promoting. Yep. It, it must <laughs> be are, lovely yeah. for you. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been a lovely thing to be, you know, playing a flagship role. And that is a flagship role. Yeah. Of something that was relatively new to the stage mm-hmm. and had a, 
big boots to fill, yeah. certainly in terms of genie and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I personally don't think that the live action one came anywhere near doing it in the way no, that I the agree. stage showed Yeah, that it. question got asked a lot when it ha- came out. Have you seen the new film? What do you think? It's amazing, mm. isn't it? And I was like, mm-hmm. Just stick I to the really, animation. Really I, I loved it. And the it. musical, yeah. it, it does, because it's it's not in London anymore, but it's all 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 around the world, New yeah. York, everywhere. And um, oh, was kind of in this moment, it's yeah. not, because things have closed down. Yeah. However, it is still going on. And they've got lots of plans for Aladdin as well, because people love it. People came and saw what they loved in in the first film, yeah. and and more because in the musical there's new songs and yeah. different characters. But um, they did exactly that and gave everyone what they wanted because of how good that film was. Yeah, you know? and this, I I do feel quite strongly when I talk about quality control and stuff. I still think the films they make are technically ex- exceptional just don't some of them don't quite capture it and mm. and a, a bit off i do think that the natural progression if you're gonna i feel the same about the lion king although i've not seen all of the lion king movie um i really liked the jungle book live action i really loved beauty and the beast live action which i thought i'd hate and mm. i loved yeah. it i thought it was brilliant but i think the original movie probably lent itself better to a live action one mm-hmm. whereas something like the lion king or something and aladdin even it just didn't feel like it was the right fit for, I don't, they, they should just go through and make them all you know, but I think the natural progression would be to, for stage shows. Mm. I saw the Beauty and the Beast musical Donkeys years mm-hmm. ago when that was on the on the stage mm-hmm. and thought mm-hmm. that was great, mm-hmm. a great transfer. And Aladdin, ditto for Aladdin and Lion King because they did something so, uh, you know, ambitious with it. Yeah, which they have to by design. Did you see the show, Aladdin? I've seen a decent amount of it. Right, there's a long story to that. Okay, but I've seen a decent amount of it. Right. Um, and, I, and I've seen plenty of like pr- promo stuff and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the musical, what they did was keep that magic there, like proper Disney magic. Yeah. And then, like you said, in, in the new film, it didn't seem as magical. And how can in a film not feel as magical than something on stage? I don't know what happened with that film. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't work, even watching it, I couldn't work it out. Mm. Um, yeah, it was an odd one. Mm. I mean, and I think I, mi- I missed Gilbert Gottfried as well. Yeah. Because oh, he was in the. He was a Yago. Yeah. Who played him in the Can't remember. live action? You know what? Thing. It could have been Gilbert. <laughs> Can't yeah, remember. Yeah. It could have been Gilbert. Is that the one with Seth Rogen and Donald Glover and John Oliver and all? No, that's Lion King. Oh, okay. So I don't know about the wrong no, cast. No, Aladdin then. was Will, Will Smith was genius. Will, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just I, I it, it had been a long time since I've come out of a cinema angry. Like it really, I was really imagine was, that feeling, then not really being able to say how you really oh, felt. Oh, of course, not. you know. <laughs> that's I was like, mm. well, that's kind of what I said to you. Are yeah, you, are you still I'm, in, I'm free now. I can say it. So yeah, yeah. yeah kind of. Hi, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're allowed an opinion on it, yeah. surely. Yeah, know? but it just kind of, and a lot of things actually were, um, and I'm, and, and it was just kind of like a feeling that we got when it was out. It was all purposely kept very, very, very separate, and right. we were all looking forward to it, a premiere in, in London and being like the 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 musical version of this brand yeah, new yeah, Disney film and yeah. all of a sudden it was like whew, like don't go close to that right. so yeah who directed it is it Guy Guy, Guy yeah. Richie, okay yeah. that's why I thought I might hallucinate well, like Guy Ritchie directed it out, yeah. which seemed like odd to it's put, odd anyway it, isn't it yeah. it's like, I, I, an odd I, I, combination I, 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 it, it sits very uncomfortably with me slagging off something at the moment cause well it, I haven't with, seen with it with the film that I'm promoting myself right okay you know, it feels like there but for the grace of God but, well, uh, but I also feel sort of like I'm not just. I'm not saying it's shit. It's shit. It's just like I, it just didn't happen for me. It didn't okay. work for me. I agree. Actually, it wasn't not. Sh- it wasn't shit. It was just something a bit no, like. It was, te- mm, it was technically something. Something not fit, sit, sitting right with me because yeah, some yeah. people loved it. Proper mm. loved it, but did for they me, really? it, yeah. Well, some people have said to me, and even now, like 
you know, life after Aladdin for me, there's lots of things going on. But uh, one thing that I do enjoy doing is going around to like theatre schools and um, and teaching young kids because everyone still loves Aladdin. And yeah. uh, when I go into these workshops and I'm teaching what I teach, they they go, you're you're not you're not Aladdin. Aladdin was what's his chops, and 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 they all what's they all chops? loved it. They absolutely yeah. loved it. Um, okay. So yeah, I think and you know, kids don't lie, do they? They're just they're just kids and tell you how it is. Yeah, and I guess they're also not they're un. Aware of biased from the original maybe, as well. Yeah. 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 Isn't it weird? What um what are you doing now? So life of an actor, isn't it? Um now, after Aladdin. That, that's why you're here, isn't it? That's why I'm here. Now, free as a bird. No. Um <laughs> lot so after Aladdin I um it was as I said, eight shows a week and all that. It's it's proper tough. So um went up north, saw my family and had a bit of a rest. And then I went to Bradford mm-hmm. to play Prince William of Wakefield in Snow White. Uh, pantomime, which was the best. That's not the one I saw. The Alhambra. Yeah, the Alhambra. With Billy yeah. Pierce. Yeah, Billy Pierce, Paul Chuckle, Faye Tozer from Steps, and uh, <laughs> my wonderful co-star Sarah Goggin, who played mm-hmm. Snow White. Um, it was. It what, was so what year was that? When was that? Was just that now. This Christmas just, just Christmas gone. just gone. Yeah. Okay. I saw the one before. I saw Biggins' one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was uh, Aladdin. It was Aladdin. Yeah. With the lad from Blue in it. Yes, and. Uh, Really? Jasmine, Princess Jasmine was Snow White this year, just gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so she went back. Good. Yeah, she's awesome. She's yeah. and she, she was incredible to work with. But so was Billy Pierce, Paul Chuckle, and Faye from Steps. When you say Billy yeah. Pierce, no, that's I'm thinking of anything. Of course, that's Mickey Pierce, isn't it? So Billy, Billy Pierce. Billy Pierce. You'd know Billy Pierce. Billy Pierce. You'd know him, but How also is is that, is a, is a, that was his 21st consecutive year Billy. at the Bradford Alhambra. Ah, okay. However, he is is more of a well known. Comedian up north, isn't he? Like a massive in Blackpool, massive like. Oh, he's, he's big he, everywhere. He did tell you but that, I think now, I think now, like, he's is it, is it the Lambert for a reason because people yeah, up yeah, there yeah. absolutely love him, and he's the nicest guy oh, ever. Okay. And um, him and Paul together were like, you know, obviously because Paul, the Chuckle Brothers, and Paul's now performing on his own. It, yeah. Bill, him and Billy had something like really special there as well, which was it awesome must for be, Paul. That must be. Well, you're sitting up close and personal. That must be. It was, it was incredible. It, it was so, be, so funny. But it must be so hard for Paul. Oh, yes. But you know what was proper nice? Everyone was like crying one day in rehearsals because at one point he went, um, it was, and it was put into the pantomime every day. He, you get people up on stage in panto and people participate in audience and yeah. that. And um, he, every show, got this like Chuckle Brothers, like, um, like a bit of merchandise, right, like right. a signed poster or something, yeah, yeah. a book, and um, brought it on stage and gave it to the winner of this game they used to play on stage and he just said um, every show he dedicated his career um, to his brother oh. the audience like applauded him and just said um, I said to my brother before he passed away if I ever if I continue to perform you're going to still be with me and um, and then he said now I'm gonna, giving you this piece of merchandise and now he's with you and it, it was just one of those mm-hmm. moments every show yeah. everyone teared up a little bit and you know it was, it was for his brother and he still does it now for his brother so that yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, thing, it's really sweet and it was a proper like when, we, when you first heard him do it like a proper moment you realise like how how big they were, because what do you do? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's one of the situations where you're so synonymous with being in, in you know, a, with Tyria and your family as well. Yeah, mm. and it's like, but he's yeah. he's still here, and, he's yeah. still, and that's all he does. That's all he's got. Yeah. You know, in terms of that's his, what yeah. he does. Yeah, so and it, but everyone, everybody loved him. Good, and it went down so well with Billy and, and Faye was incredible as um, the Wicked Queen. Yeah, and I just had the best time. And for Aladdin, it's it was it was the a real dream come true to do to play that part I've dreamt yeah. about it since I was about five years old and to be employed by Disney and yeah. you know fly around on that magic carpet every night was, was I felt like the luckiest guy ever but I did like I said need a bit of a bit of a whew, that was a lot you know moment did you so have any accidents 
No accidents actually. I, I fell not. off a few buildings and like went over on my ankle, but nothing crazy. Okay, right. Nothing crazy. And um, yeah, and physically, like it was a physically ma- massively demanding show as well. So doing th- what I did at Christmas with all that lot really like was the best thing for me because it was two shows a day. So I did eight shows as a lad, but 12 in, in Panto. You do 12 shows a week. Some people do three shows a day. We did two a day and a massive, massive hectic schedule over Christmas. And it was the best thing for me yeah, to do because you fucking caned it in <laughs> <laughs> but don't think, don't by think, doing that I going, oh it was lovely Paul Chuckle every couldn't remember a thing the one in the dry eye <laughs> in the house oh Billy Ben's such legend and I fucking had that cleared about 200 grand well yeah 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 definitely but yeah well, it was proper good and yeah, yeah so yeah no, I believe awesome. you, and now um, like you said what am I doing now loads of cool gigs and on my time on Aladdin, I managed to um, do a bit of an album, so I'm doing loads of gigs. Got one of your tracks, mate. Yeah, we have. have I you? chose it. Yeah, I chose it. Which one you chose? I chose. Well, what do you think I chose from from a track listing? What would you think, given the time we spent together? What would you? Th- what do you think I chose? Well, I straight away would have gone with "Proud of You, Boy" or "A Whole no, New World" no, because not, they're I'm Aladdin tracks. I'm not proud of you. <laughs> not proud, proud, but, but you have mentioned "A Whole New World," mm-hmm. haven't you? Yeah, so that, yeah, that yeah, could, yeah, that yeah, could yeah, have been that, one. Yeah. But and don't think I just researched off your album. I already know Aladdin. In fact, my brother, in fact, did one of the first ever live performances of Aladdin at his school in Great Sankey, uh, where he played the genie, uh, and he directed it as well. Nice one. <laughs> that was when there, that was when there was a slight risk in my family, where I think both my parents were going, "We're not having fucking two in this family." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "You can do." That one play, but I don't want you following That's this as well. Well, and he's still be, entertaining yeah, people. My, my brother just became sort of businessman, entrepreneur sort of thing after right. that. After well, that. he did. He did. He did. It made a, him do it. He did a, a, a version of Aladdin. The, the yeah, there was only the animation at school. Yeah. Do you think this show? I sat like... through it. It was fucking awful. <laughs> well, I was it, it was shocking. I was at drama school at the time, right. and I was sat there. It was great. It's, just, it's shocking. Well, we've had guests on the show, Bobby Ball, um, who yeah. has suggested uh, to a number of guests have, I think, believe that you should do Panto. I don't right? want to do it. I think this could be your year, though. I don't want to do it. Why? It'll be fun. I would love to come and see you in Panto. Why are you ruining this special gift for me? I don't run my career according to what you want. (laughs) It'll be fun. Uh, No, I have no interest Is there no Panto that's just on for, like, a week? I also... No. No, no, there isn't. I I, I left Panto on the 28th of January. Oh, wow. And it opened, and I I was there from the end of November. Oh God! Okay. I actually genuinely feel like I wouldn't be able to handle the workload of it. What is it? Five five nights a week, six nights a week. Hard. Six nights a week, twelve shows a week. Yeah. <sighs> oh, okay, yeah. that's a lot. But, that is a lot. But when you, if you actually watch, if you sit and analyse a panto and you watch it, there's not many who are on stage an awful lot. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, you know what if, you mean, if you yeah. actually just add up the minutes that they're on stage, how many minutes is it? Ninety minutes? Would you say? Well, I, I reckon Biggins in yeah. that panto the year before was probably on stage 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Just chopped yeah, up. Billy, yeah. B- Billy Pierce, though. Billy does, but I don't know, is he like on coke or something? Is he like, what, like what, I don't know what's <laughs> no, going on with Billy well, Pierce. No, clean as a whistle, but yeah, he's just crazy. But isn't it mental? His, his energy is mental, yeah. Yeah. Mental. And what's he, like 70 something? Like, Getting there. Yeah. I, yeah, I think he's like 69, I, th- I think. He must Sorry. be on some sort of drug. He must Lord be. Red Bull <laughs> and life. Yeah. He does love Red it. Red Bull and life. Red Bull and life. <laughs> Um, I thought it was amazing, but it was a tour de force thing. It was like I don't know how you're doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was brilliant. It's I don't. Awesome. Re- I don't really think he's on drugs. No. But, but that it might be. be. It might be. Who knows? We don't know. We do. nope. don't know what they get us with the private mm. life, Do you not? Have you thought of anything else? What I might have chose? 
Well, I don't know. I'm, I've, when you've just been chatting there, I've look, noticed look, that you've actually I, got I, the word I'm, Disney on your T-shirt not, today. Yeah. Have I? Yeah. And oh, I think yeah, that's no, how great that, is yeah. that. So there we go. That's art. Yes. Disney art stuff. Yeah. Okay. And, you've got, and it's you Disney, thought. and we've been talking a lot about Disney, so I, I'm, rec- I'm staying strong on a Disney thing. I'm going to say to you now, come what may, I'm gonna, I am going to keep doing this until, yeah. you, until you work out what song I've chosen. <laughs> oh, mm. I thought that's what you said then, come what may. Yeah. Did that, is it? That's what you did say said. that. You just said, come on, mate. That is actually my favourite on my album. Well, do you think that's what I chose or not? <laughs> well, if you have, I'd, I'd, I'd be quite happy because um, I used to run home from school with put, put Aladdin on or put Moulin Rouge on. And from Moulin <laughs> Rouge, Rouge put Moulin Rouge on. Run home from school and put one of them two on. I used yeah. to proper wish they made a musical out of birth, and they have. But I've played Aladdin, but I've not, I've not been in Moulin Rouge, so that'd be quite nice. Has Moulin Rouge been a station? Yeah, it's oh, on Broadway yeah. now. And oh, it's, is it? It's been is announced it it's coming to London next year, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then, consider this an audition. Go on then. As well. It's been really nice chatting to you, man. Thank Cheers, you for mate. coming in. Pleasure. This is Matt Croak. Come on, mate. I did that like a proper That's DJ. Really oh, good. I've left my mics up. <laughs> Matt Croak. Come on, mate. What a lovely lad. Lovely lad. I really yeah. liked him. Really, nice. really I really liked him, liked him. too, yeah. Um, and now we're joined by Mark Stanley. Hello. Hello, mate. You're right. Yeah, not bad. Are you? I'm okay, but we've rumbled you. Just to let you know, I worked it out earlier on. What? Anders Haywood was in the studio, giving yep. it all, mouthing off about run. And then I noticed that what it said on the screen was Mark Stanley's in the studio talking about his upcoming projects, brackets he has load. And I thought, that's very nondescript. That's not saying what's going on. And then we worked out that you and Anders have concocted between yourself to, <laughs> yeah. to bookend this show with yeah, promotion yeah, yeah. for the same film. That's right, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. trying to get as many people into the extremely limited release that we have with Run. Um, so Anders, he, he already promoted it better than that. Could you, <laughs> could you tell how old Anders was? Do you know that he played my son? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're only yeah. six years older. He's, he's, you're only six years older, is what he said. Has yeah. he told you all of this already? Yeah, yeah, For fuck's yeah, yeah. sake, what am I going to be able to tell you? No it's about cars, it's got cars in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did say that there's six years between you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, yeah. 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 I aged up, he aged down. Oh, yeah. we said that as well, didn't we? He said literally those phrase. words, Fucking he did. Yeah. What? Should we just talk about another project? No, no. I want to see how many other things are just lines that you're reciting. Yeah. Just reading off the script that you've got in front of you. Yeah. Um, well, we can talk about Ron. I don't mind, but I have, but we have already. All right. Well, it's good. Well, yeah, loads. It's good. Is it good? Yeah, it's it's really good. How good? Like, I'm very proud of it. It's like seventy. Did he tell you how long it was? Yeah. Seventy-seven, 77 minutes. minutes. Fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> did you mention anybody else in the cast? Yeah. Oh, yeah, have you got did, the other yeah. two coming in in a minute? Have you? Well, have you got <laughs> Amy Manson <laughs> and Marley. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really proud of it. Like it's a great little. It's a great little sort of um, social realism piece. Yeah. Tell us about um, all the dialects. Tell us about all that. Where was it filmed? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> about the Brock. Uh, about the Brock. Yeah. Um, about well, I got up there and yeah, I, I worked up there for a couple of weeks before we started. So I went and, and clocked on at a fish factory for a few weeks. And um, uh, being an Englishman working in the northern easternly part of Aberdeenshire, yeah. obviously it was just the warmest welcome you've ever imagined. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was working in there. I met quite a few tasty characters. Uh, got invited right to someone's house on a Friday night. Right. They stole a monkfish from the factory, didn't turn up, went and jacked up instead around the back of a shop, and I was left talking to his wife um, in, her, in her house. Little old Wendy. Not a, to- not a tooth between them, but oh. they're hospita- they were very hospitable. Right, okay, well, credit to you, he didn't tell us that story. No, oh, no. <laughs> he wouldn't do, he, he just popped up, jumped straight right. in the car. Along the fact in your head, you've gone, right, well, I'll have to tell him something secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's come to that. <laughs> 
Um, it told us about that there was a discussion about uh, subtitling the dialogue and mm-hmm. the, the director didn't want to do that, really. Yeah, well, we had to because we've got first shown in Tribe- uh, Tribeca, oh, Tribeca, the Americans. So it's quite hard. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You know, it's called Fraserburg, isn't it? But they, oh, yeah, where, where, where's this Fraserburg place? This Fraserburg. You know, yeah. it's quite hard to mm. try and get it to transcend. But, but do you know what thing? I I always think with them things, I always think, do you know what? Fuck them. Let them come to you. So it's just like, put it out in its purest form. And if people can't understand it, it's tough. I think so. Ken Lodge does that, doesn't he? Yeah, you know, totally. Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. I think they subbed out the first 10 minutes of it and then you were tuned to it and then yeah. you moved on. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I, to be honest with you, it makes you lean into it and... There's not that much talking in the film. It's a very moody sort of... It's all about what the unspoken words. So, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. so there's a lot that you can pick mm-hmm. up from... If you don't necessarily... There's a few words that just aren't English. Right. You know, the Doric. So, um, yeah, it's quite... At times, it's it's difficult, but... not. I mean, it's one of those things where... I remember watching Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. the Shakespeare that he did? Yeah. I remember being a kid and not having understanding a word, but then as I got a little bit older, it's just something that you lean into and you, you're attuned yeah. to, don't you? Well, you're mm-hmm. to it. That's what, well, what I said earlier on to Anders was about I, I liking it to Irving Welsh's writing, mm. which is that, you know, when, when you lock into that. But also, and ditto with Shakespeare as well, when you have, as you say, leaned into it, when you're attuned to that and when you actually lock in and, and get it, it's the most... I can't even describe it. It's the most bizarrely rewarding feeling. I find it with Irving Welsh's books when I read them. I'm like, mm. I know exactly what this... I'm, like, I'm totally locked into the dialect. I, I can. The, the poetry's beautiful of it, the, the language. Yeah. Even though it's like rough fucking kids in Edinburgh and Glasgow and stuff and all that sort of thing. It's like... Did he do disco pigs and all that? Mm-hmm. Is that Irving Welsh? That is Irving yeah. Welsh, not disco pigs. Disco I'm pigs. I'm sure it What's is. What's disco pigs? Another book, uh, yeah. which was turned into... I'm, I'm play, like I think. 99% sure that is it. I don't know that one. Disco oh, pigs. I'm sure it was Irving Welsh. I, thought I, I, think, got all I think it stuff. is too. And Rainbow uh, something. Is it Irving Welsh? No. You're gonna look oh, at no, it. No, nah, like, is it oh, fun? No, who is it by? <laughs> no. Killian Murphy was in it. No, I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Evan Walsh. Yeah. Particular, and, particular and, oh, it was written by right. en, Ender Walsh. Oh, Ender Walsh, Ender Walsh. That's it, so yeah. close. I thought Irving it was Ender Walsh, Walsh as well. I thought it was too. yourself, both I know. Of you. I know. Oh, God, there. And I was right, I proved that I knew about it because I was like, no, I don't know that one. Yeah. All this time I actually did think it was Irving Walsh, not Ender Walsh. But no. point of the matter is, mm. I find that when you are reading it and you have, and, and like I say, same for Shakespeare, once you're locked into it, yeah. the reward of it, of, of understanding it, is such a lovely feeling I, it's what I find it's such a like this, it's really affects me I, I can't even explain it no no but when I can read an Urban Welsh book and I've got mates who are going I don't, I've not got a fucking clue what that says <laughs> and so I'll read it again it's like no it's, I don't know what it means you know, that is just gibberish yeah yeah when you actually read it and you get the the language going in your head and you and you fly through it yeah I love that. Yeah. I love that feeling. Mm. And, and like I say, same with Shakespeare. Once you're locked into something and you're like, and you concentrate. Yeah. And then you're quite content to concentrate as well. Yeah, yeah. It's quite relaxing, it isn't really it? It really is. I yeah. mean, yeah. I, yeah, ours is it's quite a brutal, blunt language. But mm. once you get into it, I, I do think, I thought that, I think the director's nailed it. And what you end up getting is you get, you know, you've got these, it's interjected with these high speed car, yeah. you know. 
proper low budget Fast and Furious, yeah, but yeah. with much more heart than any of those films could pull out. I think he said that. He did. Anders said that. Oh, he no, he didn't. I think Move he kind of did, did word for word, to Anders, be honest. Anders definitely <laughs> brought up. <laughs> Maybe you, he I think you fucking hate Anders. I think Fast and Furious. He did. He did. I think yeah. that uh, Mark was listening to his interview and was like just taking notes on what to mention. He said that as well. He did say that. He did. Oh, no, he did. Yeah, he did, Jeff. When we said, oh, yeah, Mark's been later, and I such a twine. Right. Well, you've got about 50 other things to well, talk we'll about. Well, we'll see, because it says it, he has loads. I'm going to stand by what projects. I wrote. You have got loads. Right, so that's Ron. That's done. Yep. Yeah. Tick, tick, tick. You've got Criminal. One. Now what? Criminal uh, UK. Sulfur and White's out today. What is? Sulfur and White. That's so showing in London today and tomorrow, yeah. Um, getting these films sort of out there. It'd be good to get that on here, because, okay, you know, people are going to start going to the cinema less and less, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Don't say um, that. Just let's just... Don't say it. Oh, yeah, they are. Though, you're in Soul from White with Anna Friel, I can see. Yeah, she plays yep. my mum, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she ages up. You what? Yeah, I'm going to say that. I thought you were just saying that. Did she? She's got to age up and down. So oh, she's okay. at a mid. mid right, she's, okay. a, she's in a 40s, oh, so isn't she? Play, right, okay. So she could go up and down, basically. Okay. Um, so this is the way you said that, as if it was like, yeah, Anna Friel made my mum. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. But she, she's, a, she's able to go down to sort of, uh, you know, early 30s, and then she goes up to sort of. Late fifties, by okay. the end of it, uh, and all, okay. all using makeup and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's an amazing story. It chronicles David Tate, who was uh, a survivor of child sexual abuse. Okay, uh, ended up becoming sort of uh, one of the biggest singular fundraisers for NSPCC, over a million and a half, and he's climbed Everest five times. Okay, uh, he's amazing. It, I mean, it, it's about that film is again, it's not a musical, but it's um, it's about. Showing the warts and all bruises that can and collateral damage that can be left from child sexual abuse, yeah, yeah. and we don't pull any punches with it. It's not sugar coated. Okay, it's to open up the conversation and get people bring their voices forward as well, just yeah. as he did. Um, he's an amazing bloke. I get, I've, I've had this chance to play these weird survivors who have been. They're just fucking. They're amazing. They they can they survive a lot more than I would. You know, and, and meeting people as well that you're playing. That's a. Is that a good or a bad thing? Is that how does that feel to do that? For me, it's always been good, but yeah. I can imagine for some people to get a sense. Do you mean to get a sense of them? Or? Yeah, but I mean, like for David, he endorsed the project, and um, he was on set all day, every day. And you're showing him in his worst lights. You're showing him when he was, you know, a single-minded, callous person who, and the the kind of behaviour that he was manifested from his child sexual abuse. Yeah. You know. He, he he really really did the dirty on people and you know he want he want all, we don't show him in his greatest light at right, all times because okay. he wasn't okay. that way mm. but it, it's all about how that abuse has it dictates your behavior when you later on yeah. later on in life so you know having him there he was he just gave me insight into everything um i've learned a lot about that subject really i didn't really know the spectrum of child sexual abuse, you right, know. Okay. But um, we've been into the NSPCC a good few times. That a child line, they're amazing. These is people. Child line still a, is that still a thing? Yeah. Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we were up in Glasgow with the film festival, and um, we went in to speak to them. I mean, they answer a call every twenty-five seconds. Man's like that. Three hundred and sixty-five days of the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the fucking volunteers. Yeah. Mm. But I did say to him, "Do you think it would be? Do you think it's weird that? Do you think it'd be beneficial to your work or not if there was a money incentive?" Because you know those people are turning up because they to want to. To do their job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want yeah. to. And there's not, mm-hmm. they're not just going for the paycheck. But there know? is, yeah, same time that once you've got them people, I guess you just sort of go, well, how unjust is it that they're not, you know, given the opportunity to make a living, 
yeah. doing something that they care about. Yeah. As, yeah. W- as we are. You yeah. know what I mean? You are, I am. Nat is to a degree. <laughs> it's like, it, it, no, no, do you know what I mean, though? It's like, how, and, and what we're doing is relatively frivolous with, within the, uh, admittedly, you know. Spectrum you, you, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it is. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. relatively frivolous, you know, in, in terms of what people are doing in real life. Yeah, yeah. Things that affect things in real life. Yeah. And often in time-specific real life as well. If someone's answering a phone at the Samaritans or a child line or whatever, that's time-specific real life, really important decisions. Yeah. And... For them to not be financially secured by that is bonkers. Yeah, I think they're only allowed to do about two shifts a week. I think yeah. Really for, for, for their own well-being as well. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, because yeah, some of them have been through it themselves, you know, and it's amazing because you'll get the kind of the kind of thing, you know, you, you can't, you, you don't really pass calls on to other people. So you might have someone who's volunteering and they're a 55-year-old male banker, yeah. but mm. they've got an 11-, 12-year-old girl ringing about, you know, a period problem yeah and you've got he's going to have to deal with that and I just think they're amazing I think the the level of work that they do is yeah. it's nuts compared to the self-indulgent <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, but it's not but, 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 but at the same time you can be again kind of pragmatic about that as well and you can look at that on a wider spectrum too so you go well the work you're doing certainly is, is shining a light onto that sort of stuff which yeah. is infinitely important as well for, the, for those sort of you know things that Things that happen behind the scenes that people don't necessarily know about. Mm. So your work then shines a light onto that as well. And there's other work that that you'll do, which is just like important, just for because people like it and it's a nice thing for them in their life. Escapism, yeah, Yeah, totally, totally that. So it's not, you know, don't think we have to get too far up ourselves, but it's still important. Yeah, it's still important. It is, yeah, certainly. Some of the, yeah, they're just integral to society. Yeah, so it just feels. It was amazing. Anyway, it takes my breath when I'm speaking to them and listening to the amount of hours that they put in for other people, and mm. you know they're amazing mm-hmm. people. But what else? But it's it said here you've got loads. Okay. You've got loads. We could of talk projects. about. Uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about at the moment. Loads, loads. At the moment, I mean, they're all they all That's sound two. very good, worthy. But the, you've only said two so far. Talk about Criminal got, UK, White House Farm, Elizabeth. With, it's all on, all on here. It's all from yeah. Elizabeth yeah. is missing. What's White House but, Farm? Did you watch? What, did you watch it? No, it was on ITV. Throughout like January and February, yep. it was about Jeremy Bamber and the White House Farm murders that happened in the eighties. Oh, okay. Do you remember Essex killed his? Yeah. Murdered his uh, his sister, his mum, and his dad, and his two six-year-old nephews. Right. So I played the dad of the two six-year-old nephews, uh, Colin Caffell, again, the one who's alive and endorsed the project and wanted to get behind it. Um, have, so, you done, like, have, have you done anything like that we can chat about? We're, like, <laughs> we're, we're getting to the end of the show here. Because yeah, I know Elizabeth is missing is the one with Glenda Jackson which got Alzheimer's, isn't it? Yeah, 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 child abuse to murder. And it's Alzheimer's, like, is it? Yeah. I've got her at the end of this try and be a bit inspiring and tell people to hang on in there. So you know, do you very well. you're, you're coming in going, yeah. Do you know what? There's something coming out called Honour, which is about a Kurdish honour killing. But no, that's not. That doesn't get better, does it? It just doesn't make it better, does it? Yeah, sorry about that. That's awful. Comedy. You've done some comedy, Mark. No, I don't think I ever, ever have done comedy. Well, do you not think you should? Because I think this yeah, is. Yeah, do like, you know what? I really would like I to. I think this I'm is. Just checking your IMDb just to see what you've been in, to see if there's anything like lighter. This is potentially upsetting you as well. You know, you're taking the weight of the world on your shoulder here. <laughs> yeah, you really are. I understand it. Hold on, you're in Hellboy. Is that, a co- is that comedic elements to it? Would we Which say? Hellboy? Some what? of the reviews were. The new Hellboy. <laughs> were you in the new Hellboy? David Hellboy. Uh, yeah. The one that got canned, yeah. Were you really? I was Prince King Arthur in it. 
I can't remember. <laughs> we're right at the beginning. It, mate, for, it was I'm, about a two-week shoot that got limited right, to about... Genuinely, I'm not slugging you off because I don't remember you in it at all. But I don't mind. what I'll say is I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big fan of Hellboy. Okay. I love the original movies and I really love the comics as well. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of Hellboy. Yeah, I like the originals. I bought... I, I, I missed it at the cinema. Yeah. I can't remember why, but I missed it at the cinema. And then I'd heard so many bad things about it. I was like, oh, do I buy it or not? And I bought it on 4K... From like a CEX. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like 12 quid or something. I was like, okay, well, I'll do that and just risk it. And I put it on the TV. It was on for 20 minutes. And there was a little glitch in the, on the disc. And I was, I honestly went, yes. <laughs> when, when I honestly thought, I could take it back. I could take it back and say, this yeah. is a faulty disc. And okay. I watched the whole thing. yeah. Some you know some things. It's really nice to talk about work that you're, that you're really proud of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, were you in Game of Thrones as well? You did Game of Thrones. We mentioned that. That was a lot better. I'll move that on. Do you want to talk about Hellboy? No, the only thing that I really, the only story I've really got about Hellboy. I couldn't work out why. I couldn't work out why it didn't work though. Like honestly, I couldn't work it out. I don't know. They had a huge budget on it as well. Yeah, yeah, it might have been because it was shot in. Who's in it? Bulgaria on the plebs. Was it? On the, yeah, I mean, I, I had this fucking moment on that set where they put me on a horse, right? And you go into Bulgaria, so you're flying Wizz Air over there, you land, luckily, and then you get given this horse where... I do remember you in it! Do you remember me? I had that yeah, fucking yeah, helmet Yeah, on. didn't you come in and, like, cut, and it was, like a, cut right it, it was a deception? Yeah. Yeah, I do, I tell you. Well, they do. cut the shit out of it. They cut, but Don't I'm make excuses. I didn't mind. No, <laughs> it was performance-based. I'll take it on the chin. I'll take it on the chin. But they, um, yeah, I come back, I come down to Galloping. They give me this, give me this fucking full armour, full body armour. Right. This thing weighs, like, two bodies worth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, they, they wielded this, they, well, they beat this. Yeah. This um, crown into into shape for my head. Right, it weighed like a new. It was like three stone on my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come out. And you've got this brave heart length sword that reaches down to the ground. They put you on a horse that you don't know. You've got to gallop into this studio. And I'm supposed to look like the number one fucking warrior in the world. Um, and I come in looking like some art of Monty Python, yeah, man. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Bouncing all over the place. I jump to get off my sort of get off my horse. The scabbard. Smashes my teeth on that. <laughs> my helmet comes off, rolling around the ground. I'm trying to fucking pick it up. And the Americans are coming over, going, "Hey man, hey man, Jesus Christ, man! I mean, are you, are you okay? You're looking a little stiff." And I threw him the fucking helmet, and I went, yeah. "Try that fucking on." Yeah, I said, yeah. "Try that on," and tried galloping into a studio <laughs> where there's been no pot on the floor <laughs> except for a shiny surface. <laughs> so fuck me. Done no. horse riding before? Yeah, because of Game of Thrones, the teacher, oh, and I yeah, milked yeah, him for it. Where is what I'm genuinely interested in? In that, because it did, it flopped that film. It didn't, yeah, it didn't do well at all, and it yeah. was, you know, it didn't even have the fan base behind it either. You know, everyone's like, "Oh no, it's very disappointing." Yeah, yeah. But when you're making that film in the moment, are you? Do you have a sense of like, "Oh no," because no, the script was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The script was yeah. really good. You, it's just out of your control, isn't it? You're an actor for hire for a couple of weeks. Yeah, but does it not feel like that on set? Do you, do you feel on set like, oh, this is going to be ace? This no, is like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, did because yeah. I knew Neil Marshall, the director. He directed yeah, all the big main main pieces mm -hmm. in Game of Thrones the huge battle sequences yeah. he did them all so and he did my death in Game of Thrones so I was like Neil Marshall came up with it and I thought yeah man I know he's an amazing special effects yeah. director and he's from Newcastle he's just easy to get on with um, but then when I turned up uh, yeah you've got no idea you've got no idea and then Mila Jovovich is opposite you and you're yeah. like well 
Um, for me, Fifth Element, Resident yeah. Evil, all those kind of movies. Yeah. Surely she, she knows how to make a meal out of these things, you know? Yeah. Um, she's amazing with that kind of stuff. Yeah. She could do the green screen, she turns it on so quickly. Um, I had no idea. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? I had no like, idea. Like, like I said, I, I couldn't work out what the problem was with it. But I, just, I really didn't like it. No, it was, it was one of them. And you liked the Guillermo del Toro ones, didn't you? Oh, very much. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Do you know, but do you know what? The, the new one is more in in line with the actual source material than the del Toro oh, is that right? ones. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say so. Yeah, I'd yeah. say it certainly Was is. it how you like David Harbour as Hellboy? I had no issues with him, particularly. Okay. Ian McShane, you good? Probably good never than any Ian McShane. No, no issues with him, particularly. But I, I think it was... I think it was one of those moments where you know when Alan Moore has his name took off stuff. So yeah. like when they did Watchmen, he went, "No, you no. say written, you said created by Dave Gibbons, whatever. I don't want my name on it at all." Because Alan Moore, as I understand it, his take is, "No, this is a comic." Same with V for Vendetta when they did that when they made that into a film. Alan Moore was like, "No, it's a comic. I didn't write a film. Okay. So if you want to make it into a film now, name you're not it. putting my name on it." Yeah, fair enough. And I think Hellboy might be. If you're going to be true to the source material, the same thing. Because so much of Hellboy is about it being kind of noir. It's a bit noiry. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of black panels, you know, with just like a, a little bit of light in it and that. You know, the be- it's beautiful artwork, but it's one of them where you're like, how do you. I guess they did it with Sin City to a degree when they made yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But how do you translate that to the screen? Yeah, I don't if, know. If you just take the story, you've got to take the art and the visual as well, and how do you do that? that, Bad, that badly I think in a, this case, like, yeah. I just watched, <laughs> Not amazing, not amazing. Did no. you like, because I just watched, and I feel a similar way, I just watched a second It film over the right, weekend. Right, yeah. I just, it's it's like two and a half hours. And I did, when I having watched it, I thought, it doesn't need to be. I don't Have think it needs book, to be. Yeah, yeah. It's a the big, it's a big. M- amazing. But, yeah. the, but the miniseries is stupid long. Yeah, but that, I yeah, get it. It's, it's over, uh, well, you mean each per, per episode of the miniseries, yeah. the Tim Curry one, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just felt really, it just felt like it was never going to end. And yeah. it's a great cast, and there were bits I really liked, but I've I also thought. I'm, I'm go, I can't, I've got to stop slagging off films. It I don't it, think it's slagging off. No, I've got a film out. Oh, yeah, you don't want to. You've got a film out? Yeah. What's the film? See, it's obviously the word's getting round, isn't it? <laughs> well, and- Anders just told me in the car. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it, it feels wrong. Because it, it's that sort of thing where I'm sort of saying, like, oh, I didn't like that film. And then I'm asking about on set, did it feel Mine like better that? better be really good. <laughs> no, no, it's not. But it, and, and it's such a platitude, but it's true. Nobody tries to make a bad film. No, no. Do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. No, nobody, and it's so, it's so odd. Like so hard to do it, yeah, and to make it and that, and you can see that any variable could just knock something off its course, mm. mm-hmm. and it could be something that's out of your control. It could be a studio interference. It could be you know, it could be anything at all yeah, yeah, on yeah. something that's big like Hellboy. But that might get a second. Sometimes films are released at the cinema and they don't get maybe the best reviews and they don't do well, and then they get like a second wind when it becomes a cult classic when it's on DVD. I There's think, loads of films I, I, that have done that. I think mm. I'll tell you what I think that's going to happen with, mm-hmm. and I've not seen it, but I can't wait to see it. For all the wrong reasons. Yeah. I think that's going to happen with cats. Oh, I could see that happening. Uh, like, like, like the room it just becomes a cult Yeah, yeah so you can see the Prince Charles yeah. cinema yeah. doing a cat screening where everyone goes dressed up and throwing, like they do with the room. Every <laughs> throwing the nachos throwing the, the screen. I could see Rocky that Horror did it, didn't it? Yeah. Rocky Horror was a yeah. big flop when it came out. Yeah. The picture show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it fucking died to well, death. And then so it just... Groundhog Day. I've just read the weekend when I watched it. Didn't did modestly when it came out of the cinema. I wasn't considered to be a classic, and oh, now nice. it's like everyone loves a bit of Groundhog Day. We're out of control. Not control. Time and control. <laughs> oh, mate, did, you see my, did you see my tiredness? Kick yeah, you're. I just think are we out of control? I, I just think about them Lama Shanks. 
something. Johnny Vegas is cooking him lamb shanks for his dinner. That's why he's on the rush to get home, isn't he? Do you know? I've got a mate who's mate. Do you know Ben Crompton at all? Stand yeah, yeah, up, yeah. stand up. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was in Game of Thrones, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think he knows Johnny, doesn't he? Johnny cooked him lamb shanks before, though. Yeah, everyone knows Johnny, but how many of them get cooked lamb shanks? Slow, slow cooked, slow cooked lamb shanks. To be precise. There you go, look, this is, this is house keys, believe it or not. Oh! Is it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, thank you very you much for joining in. us. Thank you, thanks for talking Appreciate about the projects. Um, Please go and see Sulphur and White. It is out today and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Please go and see Run. Yep, it's out it now. It is out another time. <laughs> <laughs> it's out now, isn't it? It's out now, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it is in Scotland. Anders told us it came out on the 13th. It released it in, UK in Scotland. No, no, that was the UK first it says. came out. No, it came out yeah, on the 1st well, of March are, in Scotland. They are the UK. It's the UK but, cinema. Do you know what? I think we can conclude that everything you said has been suspect today. <laughs> and you're clearly making it up as you go along. And uh, well, if you're going to listen to anybody from Ron, listen to Anders. <laughs> Because yeah. Anders has clearly he got, facts. he's more clued up. He knows. And Mark's just coming in and just blagging it. He might, he may very well not even be in some of these films. I'll get Marley in next. She's just waiting to come in there. She'll be able to tell you about more. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us, man. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thank Good you. See you. We'll see you next, next week for week. sure yeah, yeah. with Prime Minister Barry. Yeah. You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.